Get out! Get out of my head! Welcome to Film Crumbs Podcast, where we talk about movies and shit like that. My name is Kane. Joined with me today is Wes. Hello. Mason. Ah! And Connor. <laughs> Howdy do. Right. Howdy do. Well, today we're going to be talking about a lot of things. We saw last night in Soho in theaters. We saw, um, man. No Time to what Die. What the fuck? Yeah, we saw, <laughs> <laughs> saw No Time to Die. We saw Pig. We saw Dune. Y'all saw Pig? What? No, not Pig. Sorry. Lamb. 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 I was not there for that it's one. It's so. the, you know. Oh, yeah. I'll get to listen to y'all rant about that for a while, because... No, you won't. No? We, we don't say much about that movie. All right. <laughs> Is there just not much to say? <laughs> no. All right, I guess we'll start with Lamb, since that was the last one, the oldest one that we did. There's yeah. literally not anything. Like, I finally... So, I've been trying to... Like, I knew the premise of, like... Spoilers, I guess, by the way, even though that's pretty common amongst all the... A24, their marketing team ruined it, so yeah, it doesn't it was, matter. But, like, I already knew that there was a human-lamb-baby hybrid. I yeah. knew that, but I was trying not to see it in hopes that maybe it was some, like, weird call to body horror. I wasn't expecting a body horror movie, but, like, for the design of that specifically. And then I saw it was literally just a fucking lamb head on a toddler's body. I don't want to, like, talk too much shit on it because it's, like, a folklore, like, some old, like, where it's, like, a, basically, like, some fucking sheep god will come fuck your lamb or something and then give you a baby. I don't, I think. No <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> I figured it had some kind of folklore base, but I didn't know it was just a retelling. No. You know, it's interesting because 90% of that movie was just, like, a day in the life of a farmer with a lamb baby. Yeah. 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 And they kept doing shots where it's like, oh my god, are they going to show the lamb baby? And it's just very obviously a lamb with a blanket. And then sometimes it'll cut to a little baby body and you can't see the head. Yeah, the one shot that I saw was, I was like on Instagram stories just looking through, sorry about that, looking through all my friends' stories and all that. And you know how sometimes it'll splice in an ad between stories? It was an ad for lamb. But instead of like a quick trailer or like what the, what that little splice used to be, which was an article talking about how weird and freaky the movie is, it was just the lamb baby in full view, just sitting there. Wearing A24 clothing. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine. Imagine, imagine avoiding all trailers to that movie, trying to go into that movie blind, and then the day before you go to see the fucking movie, A24 posts a picture of the stupid lamb wearing their dumbass merch. Yeah. Oh no, Fucking... no, 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 that's not what I saw. It was oh. like a still from the movie. The lamb was just sitting there, or like his her their arms were like just like holding one was up holding a hand and no. the other but they were like sitting down and the lamb was just staring off. I will say last thing I'll say about the movie, Iceland's beautiful. Very beautiful. Yeah, yeah. the, the, the trailer if we shot. Yeah, I watched the trailers while y'all were hiding your eyes in the movie theaters and it looked gorgeous. <laughs> yeah. And if it kept going, it could have been the greatest movie ever. Okay, so from Creep, uh, sorry, from that, from Lamb, Lamb. Jesus Christ, from Lamb, we move on to the final James Bond. Yeah, binging all of them the past fucking million years. Yeah, Wes and I went through a journey where we watched every single James Bond. Didn't y'all, 
Mm. Oh, God. My mind just been told. Oh, uh, y'all going to summarize the next few movies y'all watched? Because I know y'all did that little thing. No. no. I don't know why we did that. That never came back. That only happened one time. Um, I can tell you right now, I prefer Roger Moore and uh, what the fuck is his Timothy name? Timothy Dalton. Oh, yeah. Timothy Dalton's number one. Oh. Sorry. Timothy Dalton's number one. And then next is Roger Moore and what's his fuck tied. Sean Connery. Sean Connery. Because they're basically the same exact character. They mm-hmm. just are played by different people. That's fair. So, yeah. I do prefer them. I do want to watch the Timothy Dalton ones. We'll watch those again. I'll end up watching all of them at some point, I'm sure. But, like, I guess if I had to watch any now, I want to watch those Timothy Dalton ones. Because he's only in two of them. So, yeah. that's a quick watch. Those so, two plus Timothy Dalton's Bond are my favorites if I had to rank them. But I also can't rank the other ones because they're too similar. Except for Daniel Craig, who's different enough. In summary, No Time to Die. I thought it was pretty damn good. I gave yeah. it like five stars, I'm pretty sure. I gave it four. Four. Yeah, so, yeah, that was all. I, was, I just thought it was a good final act to Craig's Bond. I agree. Final thoughts, Fuss? Yeah, if, it was, if the final three were just like a trilogy instead of whatever the first two were. <laughs> Especially the second one, Quantum of Solace. I'm sorry Awful to whoever movie. made that. You should just rethink everything. <laughs> I know there was a writer strike, but that there was no editing strike, was there? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't care about the writing. The writing was fine. Just Jesus I cannot Christ. get I cannot get over how stupid the motivation for the villain was. That he just wanted a monopoly on water. That would make sense. I want that too. I don't know. It's just so stupid. That'd be to cool. Me. You got like, you it, know, it will never be die another day. No. What if the world was just really bright? <laughs> you see the sky? There's a second sun. What if it was on all the time? <laughs> what if it always looked like this? No. <laughs> there was no night cycle. <laughs> what did you think about the last Craig movie, Mason? It's at the top of my list. Nice. Top? Yes. Really? Of like all the Daniel Craig movies? Yeah. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. I, think I'm there I don't know why you. people don't like it. You're like, hey, it's okay. I'm like, I fucking loved it. I so, loved it. I gave yeah. it five stars. Yeah. On my... I gave it four and a half, which is, like, really up there for me. On my uh, Craig Bond list, because, like, that's really... The other three James Bond movies I've seen are in this, like, ranked list, but just talking about Craig right now, uh, No Time to Die was, like, second spot. I, I love Skyfall so much. Skyfall is probably my favorite, and probably will stay my favorite. Skyfall was beautiful. Yeah, but Spectre had that really good one shot at the very beginning. Of that. Yeah, that was yeah. really good. That was cool. Yeah. Also, last thing I want to say about No Time to Die was I really, really liked Rami Malek in this movie. It's Rami. Oh, yeah. Is it Rami? Rami. Okay, well, I wouldn't, you know. Just wait till we get to Denis Villa whatever. Who? Denis. Oh, What's yeah. It? What's it? I don't know. I still cannot do the last oh, name. Oh, it's uh, Denis Villa something. <laughs> I want to say Villanueva, but it's like that's not at all. That's pronounced. We're sorry. We're from Texas. Yeah. We're Southern. We like don't this. know what we're doing. Going on next is Last Night in Soho. Wait, we didn't mention Anna de Armas. Oh, Anna de Armas, yeah. Why did you feel? I feel like you felt the most about that. Was, that was she's your passion. She's an amazing woman. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah, well, it's your passion. You know, just right about I meant more her. about how little screen time she got. I was kind of sad about that, yeah. yeah. Just, just kind of like, like a, I'm here now. I'll see you. Yeah, yeah. She, she did. She's like, hi, nice to meet you. Goodbye. Have a, have a nice movie. Which it for the sequence was great. Yeah. I just also wish she came back. The dress was really distracting for me. Well, to be Especially fair. with that one shot where she was laying down and like doing all those kicks while she was grabbing the gun and shit. Oh. It was just a beautiful shot. Oh, my God. Yeah. It was, was beautiful really for several reasons. Well, yes. Horny the and then good. Horny <laughs> <laughs> and good. <laughs> but the shot. <laughs> but yeah. the shot was good. 
Yes. No, that was great. But yeah, I don't know. Last night in Soho. But uh, we'll, we'll start with we'll start with Mason since yeah, you're Edgar your Wright fan. Favorite director. Uh, I mean, I wasn't like I don't know. I don't know how to say it because like I have high expectations for Edgar Wright, but I guess since it was so different that I can't like diss on it because it, like it it didn't. I don't know. It just wasn't my favorite. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. After watching it, I wasn't like, oh yeah, definitely Edgar Wright. I was like, oh maybe what's going on? I don't know. It's just so out of, you know... Did he write it? Does he write his movies usually, or does he just direct? Yeah, he no, writes. He writes right. all of his shit. He's never not... I feel like the editing was definitely a lot slower paced than normal. Yeah. Normal Edgar Wright. It's definitely... Yeah, comparatively. Yeah, I mean, the only thing... Tries. He only had, like, a couple of those shots where, like, people would walk past the screen, and, you know, they would do the... Whatever you call it, the masking. Yeah, yeah. Past it. Like, there was, like, two or three of those that I pointed out. All the dancing ones when they did that. Last oh. Night in Soho had... Uh, Two writers, Edgar Wright, and then Christy Wilson. Um, I don't know how to say that last name. Oh my Cairns. She also helped write nineteen seventeen. She's gonna help write the uh, the Star Wars. The Taika Waititi one. Taika Waititi Star Wars. Oh, for real? Yeah. Nice. That's what's up. I, yeah, I definitely had the elements of Edgar Wright. Like I, I think just, that's sorry. The the sheet where it was in the bed and it kept going. That was that was good. I yeah. like that. That's I like the shot. lighting. Oh. Amazing, yeah. definitely. The music, the music was definitely not as like prominent as I thought it would be, considering being an Edgar Wright film. It's definitely his style, you know, that era of music mm-hmm. and like how like it matches a lot of movements, a lot, and it just like uh, you know makes the feeling of the movie. That kind of like drives the feeling of the movie, which is like typically what he does. And I noticed that, but. I don't know, I feel like the story was just not it for me. Some of the character actions were like, mm, you kind of just went oof, right into it, you know? Yeah, so, that's uh, fair. Especially old, I don't know his name, but... Matt Smith? No. Oh. Uh, I didn't the dude she was trying to f- fuck, but yes. then he didn't. And then he was like, what's going on? Uh, like, the love interest? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Where, you know, they were about to do the hot and heavy, and she starts screaming, get off me, get this, get off of her, and then he's like... Scared, and then he comes back the next day. Hey, so you seemed distraught <laughs> last night. Yeah, you know what was up with that? He's a fucking trooper, man. Yeah, he was. Yeah. He's he got this big old smile. He's in it to win it <laughs> for sure. He's in to get laid. He's still yeah. gonna get laid. Yeah, he did not get laid. Though. Also, I checked. I don't know if he's in TV shows. I didn't check IMDb, but on Letterboxd, he's only in two movies, including that one. So I hope he gets more work. I like. Yeah, him. he was good. Yeah, he was the good. acting was solid in this movie. He had a good kiss. Yeah. yeah. I just binged all of Edgar Wright right before because I didn't want to be a fake fan. And then it was not like any of his other movies. Yeah, yeah good look at <laughs> <laughs> Like, man, let me watch these, all these movies that have nothing. Yeah. I did two nights. I just stayed up and watched Edgar Wright, and it was so exhausting. They were all really good, though. I don't think I gave anything bad rating. There was a... The... What's it called? The spoof movie of Fistful of Dollars? Oh, Fistful, Fistful of Fingers. Dynamite. Fistful of Fingers. Fingers. I watched that. It was very cute, you know? I, it wasn't the greatest. It's early. Very early Stuff. and a little yikes on some... Yes. You know, they're foreign. <laughs> they can get away with it. He's British, right? Yeah, he's British. Yes. They can get away with it. Also, I watched a lot of 
because some of his short films I was watching, and they're like linked when he's on Gimme Five, and young Edgar Wright talking like about about his short <laughs> films. He just he talks a little fruity, you know. And so I was like asking, like, is he into men? Not that that means you know fruity does not mean gay or bisexual. I just wanted to know. And now every time I see him talk, I just I picture young Edgar Wright. I kind of I can't like describe it. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) that too. I think it's just yeah his own like personal like the way he acts is like not typical. I don't even think I've seen a picture of this guy. Really? I'm not even gonna lie to you. He looks different in like every picture. I'm not gonna lie. It didn't seem like it didn't seem not typical to me. Didn't he do? He seemed a little flirty. Well, you're looking. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's cute. Yeah, yeah, Edgar Wright. He's a beautiful man. He's, yeah. got, he's got the typical gap to it, though. Oh, yeah, it okay. works for him. He's British. Yeah. The London look. But I mean, if he was American. On sets, like people would look at him and be like, who are you? Get back to work. And he's like, I'm literally the director. Yeah. <laughs> and just kind of just how he holds himself, I guess. That's yeah. a tough. What I wanted to ask was, wasn't he in some, like, scripted interview with Jonah Hill? Yes. Mm-hmm. With oh, just shit on him. Yeah, that was him. Yeah, that's Edgar Wright. He was I've the, watched he the was video so many times. I think I might have known that and I forgot. Yeah, because looking at what he was saying, I'm like Edgar Wright would never say that. That's so mean. <laughs> <laughs> Why is he being so mean? He's young. He's hot headed. He just directed a movie. He's full of himself. What did you think about last night? So, Connor, I thoroughly enjoyed it. The story was not. As good as, like, Baby Driver or Scott Pilgrim, in my opinion, but I don't know. Anya Taylor-Joy, for one, helped. Beautiful woman. Mm. And then... Sing so many songs that I now have on my playlist. Oh, dude, that entire soundtrack is in f- just all over my it's, playlist. It's not in my playlist, but it was solid. I just... That's just, like, my thing. 50s, 60s music? Mm-hmm. That's, like, right up my alley. So the second I heard that, I was like, whoa. You know, it was... Oh, I, I had my thought. I had it. It was there. Oh, I'm sorry. I fucked it up. No, you're fine. Uh, <laughs> just, oh, it was the, it the dance sequence that looked like it was one take where it kept, cu- uh, where it kept cutting between uh, Anya Taylor-Joy and then, I don't know, the Thomas lead actress. And Thomas and McKenzie. Yeah. And it, like, you know what I'm talking about, right? Where yeah. it was like the first dance between Matt Smith and mm-hmm. Anya yeah. and then they would like go off screen and then the other one would go in. I'm trying to figure out if that was done in one take and, you know, they just like blocked it well. Or if it was cut in between to look like one take and the editor was just perfect. Because I could definitely tell like when one of them went off frame, the other one just like quickly got back into frame. Like that's how it looked to me. But there was also like one or two times where I'm like, that's definitely a cut. Yeah, get ready for those behind the scenes videos. I'm I'm down to see that. Yeah, that's going to be really good. All the mirror stuff. Oh, if no, I yeah, really if I had one real complaint with the movie, it said the twists were like very easily predictable. I had no idea. Everyone like, says that. I'm like, bitch, I had no fucking idea. By the that time lady. this is gonna be like that. No, it was it was pretty clear. Like one specifically the old man. Uh, like you know, they kept trying to make you think that the old man was Matt Smith's character this whole time. And the, the whole re- movie, I was like, I couldn't get out of my head that he looked like the guy from Haunted Mansion. He is. Yeah, he is. <laughs> yeah. I think you even said that to me when we were watching. You're like, it looks like the guy from the Haunted Mansion. I'm almost yeah. convinced I remember you saying that. Because like, yeah, I've only stuff. seen that guy so in the Haunted somewhere. Mansion. What'd you give it? I gave it five stars, purely because of like of a visual aspect. I really liked uh, 
the editing. Like uh, when you mentioned the bedsheet one, and yeah. then that dance, really liked that dance. And then I liked how if whenever there was a reflection, it was the two of them. Even though sometimes like, oh, what was the lead actress's name again? Thomas and McKenzie. Thomas and McKenzie. Even though sometimes she was not in a reflection, just kind of in the crowd, but nobody could see her. But I think every time there was a reflection, it was them too, and I really liked that. I don't know. Visually, really liked the movie, and I guess that was enough. I was like, yep, five stars. What did you rate it, Mason? Three and a half. Okay. What do you think? I give it five stars. I also just want to add, Thomason's accent is just very appealing to me. I don't know what it is. It's very natural. It's very natural, but also sounds alien. In a good way. It's not like, ew, but like, oh my god, please keep like talking. Proper. It's more like, it's like older, unproper English. Yeah. I don't know how to pronounce, like, say it, you know? I can only, f- like, hear one word in my head right now of her saying it, and I cannot actually picture the word itself. Like, it's the way oh. that she says it. I don't know if that yeah. makes sense. No, I get you. Yeah, but I, the yeah. The way that she talks is, like, really, like, just really awesome. Yeah. I like that, like... That and, like, whenever it's, like, really dirty English talk, like, that Cockney shit, mm-hmm. like, both of those are just so sexy to me. Yeah. So, that was it. He I got to, a, she's RH. Just gotta point that out there. She's literally she born is. in 1998. I'm actually 2000. No, she's born in 2000. Whoop. I'm older than her. Yeah, she's 21. Yeah. I'm the only one she's younger. You're younger than her? Nice. Look at that. But, like... You're such a baby. By, like, <laughs> a month, I think. Yeah. I think she's... she's by, Eight months. Any oh, that's thoughts? right. You're 2001. <laughs> yes. I keep forgetting. Sorry. <laughs> you are 2001. Oh my goodness. Okay. Oh, anyway. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'll cut that out. I'll cut that out. Um, any other thoughts on the movie? I really liked it. Very good. I definitely enjoyed it. I want to watch more Edgar Wright, though, to, like, properly compare. Because I have Baby Driver and Scott Pilgrim to go off of. I put that at the top of the list specifically because, like, I honestly do not know if Edgar Wright likes Doctor Who. I'm going to be real with you. I feel like he does, considering that he's, you know, like, you know, he's British and all that stuff. But, like, to me, like, it's just every twist and turn to that movie, like, from the the bad guys not having the faces and how they looked like that is a doctor who episode i did like that too on a visual i kept sitting there going yeah that was pretty cool and how like if you paid attention there was like no face but there was like also a face very like vaguely transparent yeah and that would change it would shift yeah to like all the all the other male i thought it was really weird that like I guess, honestly, I thought it was really weird that if any, like, movie he could have made, he was just like, yo, let me drop this, like, let me drop this shit. Like, I was like, whoa. Like, you're actually saying something here. Like, not saying that normally he doesn't, but, like, whoa. You know, you're going for a theme and everything. Like, yeah. But, um, yeah, I just honestly felt like a Doctor Who episode. They kissed in a fucking telephone box. They did I mean, do that? Ma- yeah. yeah. And I'm like, wow. I'm sure that's intentional. I cannot believe that you just did that with Matt fucking Smith. And uh, his head is getting bigger by the year. <laughs> uh, next Matt year. Smith is about to be in fucking uh, Morbius. Yeah, pretty soon he can do a live-action Megamind. Yeah? Sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Okay. that's Yeah, that's all I had to say. That's five stars. I put it at the top of my uh, list for him, specifically just because it felt like a Doctor Who episode. I, have, I really I cannot tell you if the story is good or not. I just saw the phone booth box, and I was like, like the birds up in my head for like an hour and a half 
So. He tries to think about the story, and you just hear a car backfiring, yeah. smokes coming out of the ears. <laughs> so from there, let's move on to the Dune. I'll get mine out of the way, since mine's probably going to be really short. Uh, regrettably, I fell asleep during half the movie. We saw it in theaters. Um, I I don't know what the fuck is going on in this movie. So that's that's it. And then Zadea was in it for like five minutes. Spoiler alert. If you didn't want to know that, she's only there for a little bit. Definitely not as funny as David Lynch's Dune. I think that's all I have I to thought say. I was waiting for something <laughs> else. Like, I was... The way you said it made it seem like there was going to be, like, a, a butt, but you just... Yeah. Nope. I like keeping you on your toes. There was some funny oh. with Oscar Isaac, and then he, like... Yeah. You know? And then no more. He was naked. Desert yeah. power. Desert power. Y'all thought was that a, was so funny. <laughs> it was just so funny because they were, like... They were, like, land power, water power, air power. We need desert power. Yeah. And then it was like, was what? Funny. And then they just kept saying it, like, three times throughout the movie. I'm like, what the... F-? Like, that's supposed to be funny. There's no way that's not supposed I to be I don't think it was. I'm going to be real. No? I don't... That's supposed to be funny, right? I, I don't thought it was funny the first time. I mean, if someone says desert power, like, what the fuck? <laughs> I, <laughs> think, I think in con... Like, had it been... Had that line been introduced as just desert power? Yeah. No. But, like, he was like, we have... The reason we are powerful... Is because we control the air and we control the sea. But if we can control this desert, then we're good. You know, so air power, sea power, and desert power. With that context, I don't think it was supposed to be funny. That's just a lot more boring of a take. Well, even if it makes sense, it's also funny. Yeah, it's saying true. desert power. Yeah, a lot of things. The way that he was building up to desert power. Um, and then our fucking theater fucked up. Connor can attest to this. To where like twenty minutes, the screen was so dark, I couldn't tell what was going on. Yeah, it was the. It was the night shot, uh, or the night sequence towards the end of the movie when they're running away from the sandworm and and all of that. Because when I saw it the first time, while that scene is still dark, it, it is still shot like they had no external lighting. And it's still pretty blue and dark. But it's not like you have to squint in your eyes and you're like, what the f- what What's happening here? It, it was, you know, lit enough where you could make out what's happening. It's just, oh, it's at nighttime. For some reason, the Cinemark that we were watching at just said, let Let's turn the brightness all the way down. Yeah. That's pretty much what happened. It's like anytime we watch anything on Disney Plus, the audio just sounds horrible. Yeah. I'm like, that's not how it sounds. I know, because I've watched this many times. It's almost like watching a Christopher Nolan movie. All of the dialogue will be really, really quiet, and then when things are happening, it's really loud, and then you gotta, like, turn it up. That was like a home TV problem for theater. I don't have that problem, but I'm just... Imagine that's what it was for you. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> I don't know. That, that was the closest thing I could compare it to. It's like, because I think after the the night shot, it went to another like vision sequence of Zendaya. And then the screen just flashbanged me. Yeah. Because the sun was out now, and there was no smooth transition to it. It was just nighttime, daytime, and I'm blind. <laughs> that's pretty much exactly what happened. And then there was like two fight sequences that I can remember. Might have been asleep for... A good amount of them. There were several. You know what? Oh, it, it was not an action movie, but there were. You know, well, there was like several. other than the training sequence. Few. No. Did you see uh, Jason Momoa's final action scene? No. Were you sleeping? Oh. Yeah, he's dead. Jason Momoa. Yeah, he's oh, okay. dead. Okay. I don't and even Duncan's remember dead. what fucking. It's yeah. a pretty good fight too. 
You just love the character, like mini characters. Yeah, I was like, Tyler was like, yo, when you went to sleep, that's when like everything started happening. I'm like, wow, thank God they took an hour and a half to get to it. <laughs> I love that for me. I love that. I was like, and I was waiting too. I was like an hour and a half and got by and I was like, oh, so there's nothing that's going to happen in this movie. And then you fell asleep and everything and happened. Everything happened. I woke up. No, I woke up to like Tyler uh, bumping my shoulder because that fucking fat guy was coming out of the pool or whatever. The Baron. And then, yeah, the Baron. And then he was really tall and he was not as funny as he was in lynch's one but he also wasn't that tall you know so I this guess movie the, well he's not he's not tall off. that's the thing he's not tall oh he flies and but he has this really long like draped out robe that makes him look tall because when i yeah. first watched it i thought he was like some weird worm thing to kind of like go along with like the sandworms on this planet so cool. that's what i thought and then the uh oscar isaac's death scene happened and then, like, it cuts to that, and you see him, like, in the corner of the roof so the, like, that poisonous gas doesn't get to him. Oh, yeah. And he's just a huddle. He's a regular-sized human. He just flies. He just flies. Mm. And Lynch's Dune, is he the one that spits on the other character and then makes, like, a naughty joke? Yeah. Yeah, he's really mm-hmm. horny. Yeah. And Lynch's Dune. That was my favorite part of Lynch's Dune. I just don't know what any of the characters did. Well, no, I don't know what any of the good guys did. I just know that half of Lynch's Dune was the bad guys, and they were just fucking hilarious the entire time. Yeah. And now on this one, there was like two shots that I was awake for for the bad guy. There's not and a whole lot of bad guys. He just kind of just sat in that pool. Yeah, no, this, <laughs> this movie <laughs> definitely... Pool. It looked beautiful. Took a bath. This movie definitely put comedy on the back burner. Yeah. There, there was, was like a couple of like snide remarks that could get a chuckle out of you, but like... All in all, pretty much no comedy aside from... Yeah, when your funniest joke is fucking desert power, dude. And I still don't even think that was an intentional joke. Rethink that. Because the only only intentional joke I can think of in the movies at the very beginning when they're doing that ceremony... When it says part one. And he's... (laughs) That was the funniest part of the movie. (laughs) No, it was uh, when Oscar Isaac's talking to Josh Brolin. He's like, smile. And, you know, Josh Brolin's got that, like, you know, serious face that he does. He goes, I am smiling. I'm just like, yeah. That was cute. Funny. Yeah. I think the same joke happened in Men in Black 3 with Josh Brolin. Like, I think the exact same joke. Do you know what I'm talking about? No, but same universe confirmed. Yep, that's that's exactly what I meant. That mm-hmm. is totally... Men in Black happens, and then far in the future, Dune. There's a, Same universe. There's this, like, there's this joke to like show why I connected to this. There, there's this joke in Men in Black 3 where uh, Will Smith's character is trying to find Todd Lee Jones' character. He's like, oh, yeah, you would know him. He's about yay high, about this, about that. He has a wonderful smile, and it looks like this. And he goes to smile, and then he just has this, like, deadpan poker straight face going, right, to show that he's not a happy character. Mm -hmm. And then some shit happens. He goes back in time, and he sees Josh Brolin's character, and Josh Brolin's supposed to be just the younger uh, Tommy Lee Jones' character in Men in Black 3. And he's got that straight straight poker face, and he goes, Agent K? He's like, how do you know? He goes, because you're smiling. It's just... (laughs) Either it was purposeful or it's just very coincidental that Josh Brolin has been the center of the same joke twice. I believe both of them. Fair. I believe both. Fair. So in summary, I gave it a half star. <laughs> what about you guys? Maybe one day you'll see the rest of it. Yeah, I was kind of thinking I might as well just like pop it up on HBO and just like watch the segment that I left out on. Or watch it on your telephone. Yeah, watch it on my telephone, how Lynch intended. Yeah. 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 Where's not funny? Where's not funny? One, two, three, funny. <laughs> Did you rate it? I give it five stars, but I also understand why people hate it, if that makes sense. Like, I, I saw it after I watched it, and then I'm like, 
see why everyone hates it, but I had a good time. And I just enjoyed it all. What'd you give it, Mason? I also gave it five stars. I think it's very visually pleasing. As much as like I agree that a lot of things don't like it's very stale at some points and like it's just not much is happening. It kept my attention, which is like very uncommon. Right. Like if something's boring, I'm like checked out. I was about like, to say, if I checked out, I was like, oh my god, how's everyone loving this? I'm in the exact same boat as Mason. Everything this movie did should have made me just eh, nope. But I don't know. I was I was all in. I keep telling myself I should have popped like two fucking Adderall before I went in. I think I said this it. like passing uh, last time we talked about Dune. It's just like it's. I think the main reason I liked it is just because it's a different sci-fi universe than, like, Star Wars, you know? We do only have two of them right now. It's yeah, like Star Trek and, and Star Trek. And, like, the Big only other anyways. sci-fi action I get is through tabletop role-playing, and I don't even fucking do that anymore. So, like, yeah. now I'm like, oh, yes, more. More sci-fi. Standalone or very cheap TV shows. Yeah. Barbarella. Yeah, Rip Barbarella. Makes me happy. I think it's just like more stuff. I like I like learning lore, very lore based. Mm-hmm. It's like they were just throwing it on there, which I was like, they cool were, with. yeah. At the very beginning, they had that whole narration narrated by Zendaya. It, I don't know. There's some there's something that I just respect about like movies or TV shows or video games when they just throw names at you and then don't immediately explain what it is, but like naturally let you learn, like. I'm trying to think of an example because, like, I see it everywhere. It, it, I where they don't that. Where they don't <laughs> my least favorite thing. Pretty much like every Elder Scrolls game. It's like when they oh, don't yeah. treat the audience yeah. like they're stupid. All right, so, oh hey Tanner, what's up, Mike Tanner? And then like looks at the camera. My best buddy since Element, and like immediately introduce you know everything about this character. You know, and they like they introduce him as if the audience already knows him, and then naturally you learn as the movie goes on, or like the video game goes on, or as the show goes on. I much prefer that than character. Their entire backstory at the same time. And same thing with, like, sci-fi races or, you know, sci-fi religions or sci-fi, like, cultures. I like to learn about it, you know, over time. Well, the lore and stuff, I'm sure if I was in a different mindset, I would have gotten. But it was mainly just the fact that, like, by the end of the movie, I was like, so Paul just kind of just exists. And he's supposed to be, like, the main character. To like, be fair, in what? episode four, Luke just kind of exists. He no. does the one He does the one thing. With- hey, hey, hey. None of that shit. Sorry. No Star Wars talk. Can't compare those two movies. Don't say it. I was going to say that <laughs> if if by the end of the movie I don't look at this character and like actually like love this character because they've done something significant or maybe went through some sort of personality change or anything that wasn't just to let me go from point A to point B. But he didn't do any of that. He just went from point A to point B with no character development. And that was my, because I'm a big character guy. That's why I want to fall in love with the characters. And all I got was hot Oscar Isaac. And that was it. Definitely. I mean, can you name like a characteristic of any of the other characters? Except for maybe like Josh Brolin's because he was like funny sometimes. Duncan was just Jason Momoa. (sighs) Like he was just playing himself. Yeah. I feel like they're all, even Timothy Chalamet. Like I feel like they literally just put him in Dune costume. And it was like, all right, so just stand there and look hot. And he was like, all right, I'll say some words. Yeah. And that was it. Javier Bardem's character seems pretty interesting. 
It's just, you know, one Javier of Bardem plays a different character every time I see him on screen. So, like, I can't really just be like, yeah, he played himself, but, it, like, I've never I'm, seen him play him well, anything. Well, that is not what I said. I said he seems pretty <laughs> interesting in this movie. Oh, okay. We always saw, like, again, 10 minutes of that guy, too. Yeah, so, like... He was just angry. Seems like he yeah, could he be was interesting. Mad. <laughs> he was mad. And then I was like, all right, I guess you're not mad anymore, because yeah. I fought. You win battle. Let's yeah. see what happens in part two. I needed a cheat sheet, though. <laughs> Not because I needed it. I just wanted it. You know, wasn't that a thing? Yeah. Like, whenever they first showed this movie, like, they gave people cheat sheets. Where the fuck was mine? Because yeah, I, 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 I would have loved that. I got a poster. I, I maybe would have preferred it a lot more. I think I was cool with it. I liked it. Really? It's also, like, putting things together, you know, or, like, I'm also, like, sitting there being like, okay, cool, we'll get more, obviously, you know? So, I think I'm cool with waiting. You know, yeah, I guess it did specifically say it was part one. Yeah, that was the first thing you see, so. I and thought it meant, like, part one, there was going to be, like, a part one, part two, part three in the movie, nah. Because it doesn't oh, say, it doesn't yeah, say yeah, Dune yeah. part one, it just says Dune. Oh, I so I didn't think that only because they kept saying Dune part two as in, like, the next movie title. And you think they're going to try and cram all, what is it, six books? Well, they, yeah, only they're only books. halfway done with the first book. I don't think he's doing all of them. I think he said he was only doing the first two books. Oh, okay. Like, he says he can act. Like he, he said he can, like fit all of the first two books in a movie and feel complete. That's what he said. Okay. It's like Wizard of Oz all over again. They only do the first book. There's wait, huh? Those are books yeah. and several That's a whole that? series. I don't think anything from like. Had no clue. The 30s to 50s is like original stories. They were just like, ah, books. Yeah. Fair. There's some guy. Okay. And then sometimes they'll combine the other books into a whole new story, which yeah. is fine. But like, every, every other book franchise gets to be like, book, movie, book, movie. But no. Mr. Boz is always fucked over. Well, because so now you're talking about the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, my guy. That's fair, yeah. All That's those Narnia sad. movies, they said, books? Nah. They're like, yeah, let's, let's just move on to Prince fucking Caspian after this. Yeah, what well, Lion's the, the Witch. the second book. We've been through this. Oh, yeah. They just no. relabeled I, you. I bought them in a, a different order. order, therefore, that order is the real one. I, when, <laughs> I, when I bought it, it came in a fucking box. Okay. And it had I understand. Like, I got it, one, I got it. But what? that's not the first one that they made. The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe is the third book in the series. Well, yeah. what was the first book in the series? The first book. Hold on. What was the first book? The Magician's Granddaughter. Okay, yeah. I think I think we read it the in the same order. That was Prince Caspian book five. Yeah. Yep, we read it in the same order. Yeah. God damn it. So you're wrong, Wes. So make it in that order. Fuck. No. Yeah. Anyways, I I read them as a four year old. And onward. You Fix know. it. Change it. What? You read it for? No. No, not well, but I did it. <laughs> and then someone helped me. Gotcha. And then I had to reread them in class because one of my teachers was really big into Narnia and the third one was coming out. So we just went through the we went through the first first three books, Narnia, the Lion Witch Wardrobe, Prince Caspian, The Voyage. Because there's that's only, how it is. There's only three of those movies though, right? Yeah, there it's, were three of those movies and then they Lion... stopped because it, they kept changing studios. But then there's also there's four uh, TV movies from the 80s, 90s. We would read a book, watch that movie, then watch the 2005 movie, read a book, watch the old 80s, then watch 2007 movie, and then huh. all as a class, we saw the third one in theaters after watching the That's cute. third TV movie. Oh. It was pretty cute. It was very, that was just the Narnia semester. I don't think I learned anything. 
Nice. <laughs> Your teacher was excited and said, curriculum? Nah. Yeah. You don't uh, need that. Narnia. I, just think, I don't know why, but part of me just like fucking hates Narnia. I hate it. I don't find it. It's just not... I don't enjoy it I couldn't tell all. you a single thing that happened in that franchise. There's a line that talks. I, the yeah. only book that I really liked was The Magician's uh, Nephew. I, mean, I didn't even like the second mm, one. I'm you know why? I hate high fantasy. I think high fantasy is fucking stupid. What is high fantasy? It's like the really like proper fantasy where they're all like um, deep. They're, the, they're all old English, you know? And it's, it's based around it. You know, it's not like here's all these different cultures. It's only English people. And then anything that's not English is like something wacked, wickedly different, you know? Well, to or, be fair. Sorry. Yeah, it's just. High fantasy is like proper. It doesn't take any of like the actual personalities that you see from people like back in history. It's just all like, like ooh, magic ooh, or it's like when they do the battles, like ah, I got you, I've defeated you. You know, it's not you're like fucking. I cut his head off and I put on a stake and fucking ran around the world. Like it probably would have fucking happened in that time period. You know? I mean, I don't think you're talking about Narnia. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're talking about something else. The first book is Lion, Witch, and Wardrobe. That book is like that. The rest, don't shake your head at me. I will. Yeah, okay, okay yeah, wrote. I'll agree that Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe is like that. I think I've only but seen that one. All of the, yeah. you can't the watch the movies because the movies suck. The movies are terrible. <laughs> you have to read the books. But if you read the books, you have to start with the with the magician's nephew, which is like literally just like, they get these rings from their grandpa, and then they go on this fucking psychedelic trip for like fucking 500 pages. It's like the coolest book ever. Oh, damn. I loved it. Every that other book sucked then. Fuck. Yeah, that movie was shit. Well, that was also Disney, and then it was Fox. Yeah. No, they didn't know. But well, now it's just back to Disney again, I guess. If it went to Fox, that means it just came right back to Disney. No, I think it's somewhere else now. Otherwise, it would be on Disney Plus, the new stuff that they're doing. Yeah. But it's on Netflix. But don't quote me. Who knows if that's still happening? Probably Who knows not. if it'll be good. How did we get on Narnia? We didn't watch yeah, Narnia. I don't know. What'd you give Dune? <laughs> What'd you give Dune? Okay. Five stars. Five. Okay, really quick, I'm going to go through all the movies that I saw without you guys and tell you my ratings. I saw Okja, Bong Joon-ho movie. It's about a pig, super pig. Gave it four and a half stars. It was fucking awesome. Saw Tony Hawk and Boom Boom Sabotage, an animated movie. Fucking, <laughs> it, it was something. We all watched Eraserhead. Uh, I've seen it like a million times. I love that movie. We saw Deliverance. It was about a bunch of people that go on a canoeing trip with around a bunch of hicks, and that was the movie. I gave it three and a half. We saw Hellraiser. Gave it four and a half. Got to. Saw Creep 1 and 2. Creep 2 is better because titties. That's it. That's it for me. I just thought it was funnier. Yeah, maybe. We're about like the same quality. And the, I think, the, I think they are about the same quality. But there was a charm that the first one has that I don't think the second one quite had, for me personally. There's different charms. The best way I describe it is that Creep 2 is comparable to like Evil Dead 2. Like in the Evil Dead franchise. That's like it just kind of made I it can like see more that. meta. Yeah. I can see that. I don't know. It's just something about Creep 1 that just, I love it so much. Then I watched Texas Chainsaw Massacre for the first time. Get her, Grandpa! Very funny. That's probably my favorite slasher. It's so good. Yeah. Very funny, very gross. Yeah, I was going on a horror movie binge for... Uh, since we started Hellraiser, which I watched that for the first time when we watched it. That was incredible. Mm -hmm. Everything about that. I loved everything about you that. You gave that five stars? Oh, yeah. Mm. That went straight into my favorite horror movie list, too. Like, it's like somewhere. It's up there. Yeah, it's like right there. <laughs> What'd you watch, Mason? 
Oh, it's My Hero Academia World Heroes Mission. Anime. Anime. Thoughts? My only argument is there's not enough of my favorite characters in that movie. They literally took just the main character and were like, yeah. Oh, the go. most uninteresting character of that <laughs> franchise. I wouldn't say Deku's the most uninteresting. I would just... I'd rather have other characters. Yeah. They're other... No, cool. I think Deku's my favorite character in that show. Either Deku or All Might. I think Deku's kind of fucking annoying. I don't know who any of these people are. It's well, then maybe you'd watch the show and you would. The main character in most animes are normally, like, the most hated because they suck. They're just really annoying. Yeah, fuck them. They're all typically annoying. Except for Cowboy Bebop. They're all awesome. That's yeah. true. I love every single one of them. So I guess really quick, what do you think about Eraserhead? It was... I still nice. think you're playing a fucking joke on me, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I guess I guess in like some sort of way I can definitely see that. I think maybe it was just because the first time I watched this movie. If it's three point nine out of five. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying it's not like he showed you an actual like like widely regarded no, this shitty like a, movie. This isn't like a kids or a gummo type of thing. Dude, this is also letterboxed where it's like people who actually like watch movies for like, you know, not like a living, but like they very snobby. Snobby. So, like, I'm not taking that actual fucking... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. Because if I showed this to, like, any normal person that's just like, yeah, I watch movies for fun sometimes, they have the same fucking reaction of, like, yeah, this is this is a joke, right? I'm not I'm not trying to shit on... No, no, no. I, I, it's crazy because you say that, but yet you are the only person I know who's had this reaction. For, I, yeah, I, I, I still have not given it a rating. I don't know. I don't yeah, know what to give it. I showed it to I showed it to Tyler. He gave it five stars. Hunter gave it five stars. I showed it to Reagan, my girlfriend. She gave it fucking five stars. Everybody thought it was such a great movie. <laughs> what? what that's, why, that's, why, that's why. whenever I showed it, to you, I was like, "What?" I just what? What the fuck? Just it's a just guy and it's, a baby. Yeah, a fucking fucking what? What is that thing, bro? It's, it's like baby. they're not even sure it's a baby. I think what your reaction that you're having right now is exactly what Lynch wants, so mission accomplished? As she intended. Thank you, David. Yeah, this, this is the only David Lynch movie that I've seen. I don't want to watch any of his other fucking movies. I don't want to watch Dune. Fuck that. If well, it's all going to be weird and like that, David Lynch sucks. Who well, cares? Well, they're weird, but they're not in any way the same style or experimental. Okay. Eraserhead. I also really fucking hate experimental films. Like, my least favorite genre. Like, I think it shouldn't even be a genre. It should just be... After watching Go like on. after watching like most of other David Lynch's stuff, I'm just missing like a TV show and its supplements and one other movie. They're all linear. They follow a story. It's normal. It's just a Razorhead was the first one where he's like, "Hey, I have like fifty dollars to my name, so let's make this shit as weird as possible." Same with every single one of his short films. There's a short film that counts as a short film. It's just a guy standing there and there's a hammer and it just goes bonk. Yeah, the good old bonk. What does it mean, David? What does it mean? Yeah, he did a PlayStation commercial that is very similar to Eraserhead. Also, if it makes you feel any better with Dune, he says that that's like he doesn't even consider that part of his filmography, and he hates that movie so much. He didn't. He didn't want to do it. He did not want to do it, and then he was forced into it by studio executives. Imagine if he did episode six. Yeah, he was supposed to do episode six, and then yeah, and then <laughs> George Lucas. What he said, you you could probably explain it better. Yeah. George Lucas invited David Lynch over because he wanted to talk to him about doing episode six and he was showing him like Wookiee costumes and David Lynch goes on describing like, well, he started showing me these, these things called Wookiee. Well, what's a Wookiee? 
<laughs> and then they, they got in George Lucas's car. I, it was a very fancy car. I don't know cars. It was a nice one back in 1981 or whatever. And they just drive forever. And then David's like freaking out in the seat. He's like, he won't stop going so fast. He's going so fast. I'm so scared. <laughs> I'm probably exaggerating it. I watched this like commentary or interview like forever ago, like a year ago. But like, they go to a restaurant and... Then they was like, all they had was salads. <laughs> <laughs> and they, they just keep talking. And just the main takeaway that David Lynch had was, just had this raging headache. I, oh. <laughs> yeah, basically, basically, George Lucas tried to talk to him about Star Wars and like he immediately just got this big headache. And this is like, after no. Eraserhead. Imagine, you make a film like Eraserhead and then... This guy who made Star Wars starts explaining just the lore and like just made up words, like just, <laughs> yeah. just explaining that. And even the experimental guy, he's like, "Oh my god, this is too much." Hey, let's also point out. Let's also point out that George Lucas saw Razorhead. And instead of having the reaction that you had, he said, "I want this guy to direct Episode Six." <laughs> That's so funny. He wanted him to direct the one where Darth Vader comes back. <sighs> Yeah. I, love, I love film. I just fucking... I just... Oh, I want... Why, man? I just want David Lynch's episode six. I want to know what it would be. It would be so good. It would be so good. There's so many rats that Star Wars probably could have taken. It'd be completely different. Yeah. Like, one little change, dude. Yeah, this like, is like... This is like, you know, like... This is like his gummo compared to, like, Beach Bum. You know, like, most of his movies are, like, Beach Bum-ish. And we just showed you gummo. Like, yeah. in terms of David Lynch. That's kind of how that happens. So, also, also... That's funny because Harmony Korine says that David Lynch's work is very, very elementary. So, Damn. yeah, it's, like, okay, Harmony. All right. He's <laughs> the master of cinema now. You did a Gucci commercial and now it's fucking your hot shit. Damn. So, but this yeah, movie no. right here, Mulholland Drive. Mulholland Drive is the best. I'm apparently, that's. I haven't seen right? it. It was you that was like, you're going to like this. Mulholland yeah, you're going to like Mulholland Drive. That's like it's like if Christopher Nolan and fucking David Lynch just went. That's weird because you haven't seen the Christopher Nolan movies that I like. No, yeah, so, no. I've, I've only like you didn't like Memento. I've only seen the first yeah, I like two. Memento, Memento, but like the ones that I like. That's I, I like Christopher the, Nolan. You see, haven't seen them yet. The higher than a movie goes in production quality, the lower my respect for it is, and like the not in production quality but in production cost. Like if a movie costs like fifty million dollars, I'm like. Literally, you can do anything with $50 million. There's nothing that you cannot do with $50 million fucking dollars. So, of course, if you're doing all this crazy stuff, I expect that from you for with $50 million, right? But if you have, like, a budget of 10000 and you make, like, some of the most creative shit ever, that is, like, way more, like, you know, I take a lot. I take more away from that. But also, maybe that's just because, and the status I am now, I am an amateur filmmaker. Probably later on, I'll look at other stuff and be like, wow. But as of right now, it's just, like, hard. It's hard to imagine having so much money that you can do CGI. Right? Yeah. Like, that's that's insane. I think a lot of, like, sorry, I'm going to go off. No, like, no, go ahead. Movies like Interstellar, which are, like, massive budgets, like, well-regarded movies, especially, like, for Christopher Nolan. It's, like, he spent a good portion on that budget on, like, scientific research. Oh, like, yeah. It's all real. That's all, like, realistic. Like, the black hole, real. The interstellar you know, stuff. Yeah. So except for like, <sighs> the ending, it's like, oh, that's okay. But I just like, don't. Get into it. 
My biggest gripes with space movies is when they don't take place in space. This is I, all in space. I, okay, perfect. It's Great. It's entirely in space. Yeah, no, you'll, you'll get enough space out of Interstellar and be like, nice. It's like, you remember, that, Interstellar. remember that Bruce Willis movie, Armageddon? Are they going to space? No. It, well, it's they, to stop a meteor, right? Yeah, but it's fucking not cool. I don't even remember what happens in that movie, but I remember like an hour goes by and they're still not in fucking space yet. I'm like, bitch, I watched this movie so I could watch space. That's kind of that's kind of what I... I don't know what it is, but that movie Moonfall that keeps showing up every time we go see a, mm-hmm. a movie in the theaters, it has me. It has me hooked. I like <laughs> the trailer. So stupid. What yeah, I know, but it looks fun. Hour. It looks fun. The it gives it gives me fire. fun disaster movie vibes, right? Mm-hmm. And that could, need a it, fun disaster movie. It could be a fun time, although I do think, like I already know with a, I have an idea of what a twist could be because the trailer showed they're on the moon, and the Earth, Earth is falling. No, it's it's um, it's pretty much aliens. Like that, so that's, that's just that's, that's movie. What the fuck, Melancholia. That's all that is. What? That's all moon was. Was on another planet. Oh yeah, yeah. Wait, but essentially the same thing. Wait, what? Anyway, Melancholia is about a planet colliding yeah, with there's Earth. A, there's a planet called Melancholia that collides with Earth. That's why it's so sad. Yeah, because they all know that they're about to die. So it's, it's like seeking a friend for the end of the world, but it's not like a or like a late two thousands comedy. This whole time, I thought Melancholia was just some drama about rich white people being sad. No. no. It, well, be, it is straight up like the you should epitome know. of depression. They're white. You should know that if it's like sad, rich white but... people just being sad for no reason, then I would hate that movie. Well, there's always exceptions to rules. I just you I know. assumed <laughs> you should have also seen the words Lars von Trier and went, "Oh, yeah," because you saw Antichrist. So you, you that's be like, fair. Yeah, you should be like, "Oh yeah, this is just gonna be sad people crying." Nah. I don't know. Sorry, what the fuck? Speaking of a smaller budget and Fallout, like how Eraserhead took place in a Fallout society, we watched Beneath the Planet of the Apes. That's why we were here. That is true. (laughs) Yeah, so I don't know when we watched the first one. Was that in August or something? It was like a month or two ago. Oh my god. Did Did you go back and skim through what we said? No. That's okay. Because I don't know what we said. But There's nothing that relates to this movie, I can guarantee you. Yeah. <laughs> so, what do you guys think? Well, I'm flabbergasted that you gave it five stars. I I just want to point that out. I just looked on Letterboxd and I was like, five, like, I get, like, you know, like a good four. You know? Because it's like, if you like Planet of the Apes, you're going to like it. But five. Five stars. Well, even a year ago, I would have given it, like, four at most. Yeah. And through most of my life, it would be, like, three. Was it that ending? It's, the more you watch the second half, the more I get like, oh my god, what if I made this movie, but it was also like Midsummer, you know? That would be so cool. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So now I can say, if I ever make a Planet of the Apes movie, it's just going to be that. Now we have to watch Holy Mountain, because I've basically been told that's what the same thing is. Oh, nice. It's like... That's sexy. Connor? Oh, man, this movie. It, it would... I don't know. I don't know how to describe this because it's a direct sequel, right? Which that part I think is pretty neat. Also, I did not realize it was only two years after. Like, it released two years after uh, yeah. the first one did. Which means they went to shooting almost immediate. Like, about a year at most. Yeah. And uh, their thought process... And I get it. Planet of the Apes is pretty ridiculous on its own, right? Yeah. A planet full of apes. And they have their own society, their own version of 
you know, religion. It's, it is goofy. It is a goofy concept. But they took that goofy concept and decided to use it for commentary on things like religion, a hierarchy, a patriarchy. You know, there was a whole... There, there were themes here. What did this one have? Telepathic, telepathic people un, under under Earth with an atomic bomb at their disposal that they worshipped. It peeled the skin off of them, so it was just meat. Are you saying there wasn't a theme yeah, there? There's no theme you can grab from that. By the time the telepathic people were introduced, it lost me. They jumped the shark. They they just said, "Fuck it. This is obviously the natural progression of things." Telepathic people. Well, they're gifted from the radiation. Yeah, it's in a fall of society. I don't know, man. They kept saying things like, uh, weapon of peace, like that there's no such thing as a weapon of peace. That's a that's a big word contradiction. There's a good word for that. But I don't know. And then kept saying like we don't kill our enemies, we, we make, make our enemies kill each, kill each other. Like you're that's the same thing. They're a bunch of hypocrites and they worship a weapon of peace. And then also sorry, I'm gonna stop there. Mason, okay. what'd you think? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I just it was like I feel like with the first Planet of the Apes, like there was so much potential. Like it was like when I first saw the movie, I went into it being like ah whatever, you know. And then I was at the end of it, I was like wow, amazing. What are they gonna do? They got so much more to do, right? And me thinking because I know there was three more movies later after this one that I was like man, they're gonna set up for all this cool shit. Nah, fuck it, it's gone now. Yeah, you know? and then they were just like boom, 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 boom. You know, now there's a fucking monkey military, and pe- there's humans on this planet, but they're 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 telepathic, and uh, apparently their skin fell off, so they just wear their own skin masks. And and now uh, fucking there's another guy that came from Earth again who did the same thing as Taylor. Yeah, that- and they just did it again, and then, then he also I feel like he was trying to fuck the the Nova girl too, and I was like, wow, it's just like. A copy of the guy and then they both fucking die and it's like boom dead let's make another movie after that literally uh, i want to add on to that the first the first (laughs) the first half of this movie is just more of the same from the first movie and then we get tele a whole secret society of telepathic skinless people i'm lost what is next how do you how do you one up this telepathic flying skinless apes does that happen? Do they grow wings? Well, <laughs> I will try not to get too excited because I got a little excited there. I don't know. It's but, just uh, I. Mean, this is this is shit I would have expected in a fourth installment, a third or a fourth installment, right? But by this point, budget's probably getting a little bit lower because you know people the writing quality is getting lower. So they said so they would say some shit like fuck it, like a Superman four type situation. No, that's in that's in fucking movie number two. I don't know. I don't know. For some context, I wrote down before I wrote down some quick notes. I'm not going to go through all of them because I don't want to ruin the special features that you guys might want to watch. But I wrote down it's like the fears for The Empire Strikes Back fully realized with the loss of actors. By actors, I mean like uh, you guys definitely didn't even realize. But Roddy McDowell, who plays Cornelius, it's not him this time. <laughs> but you can't tell. So well, it's not a problem. Yeah, but they were they, yeah, they had a fear. They were like, oh my god, he can't come back. He's busy. What do we do? And then they just, oh, he, the other guy's good. And then Carlton Heston, he said, 
it's very much like a Harrison Ford and Star Wars thing where they're, they're like, oh, he doesn't want to come back, and he's the lead. And then they had to go compromise, like, all right, I'll be in the beginning, then you kill me off. Then they kept going back and forth. Okay, I'll be in the, the beginning, I'll come back at the end, then I'm dead. You know, and also their budget, before they started writing, their budget was already smaller. But they said, like you were saying that earlier, with their smaller budget, they were trying to go for like a more character focused thing. You know, there's, cause your story is only as big as your imagination and the money didn't matter that much for a franchise with a bunch of talking monkeys. And you could see it with some of the masks, they were not on all the way. Yeah. I couldn't afford that. I noticed that. Like, specifically with the, the <sighs> gorilla general. His shit was like, Oh, I think that's just how he was talking, not gonna lie. Really? I mean, more like in the stadium, not the stadium, but like the crowd and when they were sitting, just all of them, all the protesters that were like kind of, mm-hmm. kind of like Vietnam, or all falling off. Yes. Let me double lock the door. <laughs> Let me double lock the door. <laughs> Oh, also, they fucking pushed over horses a lot. Yeah. They really just harmed horses. I was not cool with that. They did that the first one, too. Not, no. No? No. They, they, they did rolled do it a the horse over a dude. Like, a literal dude. They did just fucking roll the horse over a person. I think that's, that's more like, like... dangerous. I suppose. I don't think they intended for the guy to get under the horse. I think they just fucked up. But they already had the shot. To be fair, it's like the gun. Even the in the, even in the first movie, not not against <laughs> horses, but there were stunts in the first movie where I was like, "Yeah, somebody definitely like broke an yeah, ankle when they or jumped something." Off yeah. the big ledge. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I fucking like, hate horses, like, dog. I'm I'm gonna be real with you. So the more of them that get hurt, the better. What, dude? This I took guess a turn. I don't know. I grew up in the country. I love horses. No, me too. That's why I fucking hate them. Oh man, I, I hate them. We just had opposite. I cannot like stand them. In Never Ending Story, when. His horse is, like, sinking in the puddle or something, and he's, like, he's just yanking his fucking mouth. And his lips are just going out. Like, it looked like he was ripping his whole face off, and I didn't like that. You know, I don't like, I don't, yeah, I don't fuck with, I don't fuck with that. But yet I'm gonna watch (laughs) Cannibal Holocaust, and there's there's some shit behind that movie that I know I'm not gonna like, but I wanna see it. So, I guess. I think that's another thing living in the country is, like, Animal deaths and pains and stuff just I'm desensitized to it. I think if it's like a natural thing, you know, yeah. it's like uh, unfortunate. But if it's like people just be like, ah, fuck this, I'm like, wow, yeah, me too. Why? Especially you know? when you can tell where it's like they they. <laughs> it's, it's a different because gr- I grew up to respect animals and like if I kill them, there's a reason for it. You know, it's not just <laughs> like I'm gonna fucking kill this animal because ha, ah, you know, no, I'm with you there. <laughs> How you said, I don't know, I just, I'm really just so confused as to why five stars. Like, you just, you were just like, you were like, man, that's fucking awesome. (laughs) By the the time of those credits roll. Not the first half. Okay. The first half, like you said, it's basically a recap. They got James Franciscus to play Brent, who looks a lot like Charlton Heston as Taylor. They got that for a reason. Because they couldn't get Taylor back, and they're like, "Oh, let's just try to emulate him," you know. Mm-hmm. And they tried. He's and it, he's it was successful enough, to an extent. Does, because you know, it's still like '60s, '70s style talk. You know, they are all kind of the same. Yeah, like I said, they were successful to an extent because Kane was like, "Wait, that's not Taylor." Well, I was, yeah, I was confused explained. for sure. I was very. And I understand confused. the confusion. 
because they're very similar looking. Yeah. You know, it could either be the same person or like a recast or I get it. Yeah, it was just, I, I don't know. I was, I was also like, like, a, oh, really? When it was just another astronaut crash landed and didn't know where they were? Okay. I mean, sure. Hey, this one found it out a lot quicker. Yeah, he just adapted really yeah. fast. Yeah, he was a lot cooler, well, for they, sure. They had to to get to the better second half, you know? Like, I liked how they, he had his own Statue of Liberty moment in the Queensboro Plaza place, but it wasn't like, oh my god, because obviously we already know that, but this character doesn't, so he has that moment, and then it just moves on back to the apes. Like, it's not I did trying like to emulate the same feeling, it's just getting out of the way and giving it giving that character the proper time he needs yeah and then moving back to the plot i do i do like how it ended as far as like you know the you know, he hit the the hit the ignition i guess for the bomb to go off the detonation there we go uh for the bomb to go off and then it had that same feeling that the first movie had when the credits started to roll there was no music it was just whatever sound was going on but Everything's gone, so there is no sound, and you're just sitting there going, damn. They really yeah. just, a nuke went off. They finally really did it. Yeah. At the beginning of this movie, I joked that they were going to blow up the world. Yeah. You, <laughs> you did. And I was, I was like, oh my god, please stop it right there. <laughs> Elaborate, please. I'm going to go back in time and go, yeah, and I bet there's going to be some telepathic skinless people too. Huh? <laughs> and then we all just look at you like, what? <laughs> I'm just yeah. shaking in my seat. <laughs> well, it's just like, it's like that one can't feel sketch where he's just drenched in sweat. Yeah. <laughs> it starts to sprinkle out. It was like, there, was, there were a few things that were said, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> like, you mentioned, you mentioned at one point a half human, half ape thing, and that was, they tested that. They tested makeup for that, and that was going to be in the movie at one point. Who? Uh, it was like going underground, like when they were initially figuring out like what's going to be beneath so the they would have, of the apes. Okay, okay, it would have okay. been like a merged society, you know? Kind like of... rejects. See, for some reason, I thought whenever you said like a half breed, I was thinking like the Messiah type shit. Like, I mean, it could have been like that. A, like they have a prophecy or something. But they tested the makeup. It just looks like a little boy with some mutton chops, honestly. Yeah. And some bushy eyebrows. And kind of an ape nose. Hmm. Scrapped it because obviously that would be weird. Oh, but telepathic skinless people's not weird, huh? Yes. Okay, thank you. Well, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> Simple <dude>. as that. <laughs> We're all fans of Fallout. There's ghouls yeah, there. The, yeah, I mean, like I was about to say, like there's fucking like got synths yeah. and shit. Synths should not work. That should not be a thing. That's not a. That's not plausible. You know the synths. Yeah. But oh, we, for we, for yeah, we play it anyways. No, I mean. Like, the concept itself is not what troubles me. Mm. It's the fact that this concept was introduced in movie two. Like, I, like well, I've they, said already, I expected... That that would have been, like, later on type shit. That just that's that telepath- oh. Had things kept escalating and be like, okay, sure. Yeah, this but is not, the only you're other... you just the telepaths would be in movie four or something? The, just the whole skinless telepathic underground society worshipping a nuclear bomb. That That is some, like, holy shit type like stuff to introduce well, also but at this point they wouldn't i don't think they thought that they were gonna make more i'm pretty no, sure they, they made the first like, one and at the time sequels weren't a thing 
you know, they would do some spinoff on TV at most. But then they're like, oh, my box was losing money at the time. That's also why the budgets keep getting smaller. They're losing money. They're like, we need another hit like Planet of the Apes. And they're like, oh, let's just do another one. And so they did this. I guess that's fair. <laughs> trying to save some time for you guys to watch this. Did they have plans to make another one after this? After the second like, one? Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. Before they started the second one or during production on the second one, they were fully intending to keep going. Yeah, At least like, for a third one. Let's destroy this entire world and then do it again. <laughs> to it to be, okay, but also to be fair, they only like detonated one nuke, whereas Godzilla, ver Godzilla, and the King of Monsters had like dropped like four of those fuckers into the ocean, and the entire world is fine there. Yeah, the difference, I guess, is the explanation as to how the radiation was contained. I guess I don't know. It also just depends on how the eras, you know, see nuclear weaponry at the time. I feel like chances are it just like blew up like a certain spot of America, and then the next fucking the next person who was following the other guy might land on the other side of the planet. Honestly, I hope that's a trend that keeps coming back with all these movies. All right, we got to go find Carl's signal because he was chasing Brent's signal because he was chasing Taylor's signal. I, I just want to keep hearing that every at the beginning of every movie. I feel like it's going to be like the bomb blew up and then like some of the monkeys could like feel it on the ground. So they went, oh, and then did their little fucking hobble and then they walked to the other side of the United States of America and they were like, oh my God, it's the Hollywood Walk of Fame. And then there's actual people there and then fucking... You know, it's uh, John Travolta in his cyborg form. <laughs> Two thousand years later, it's like it's like, it's like fucking, fucking it's like uh, Futurama where they have like the famous people's heads in the jars that are still conscious. It's that shit. He's just like on a on a robot crab body. Yeah, I would steal him. Get ready to sing fucking whatever summer loving all day every day. <laughs> so where were these movies in that Simpsons uh, musical? <laughs> well, people don't talk about the sequels. See, you say that, but I feel like I was definitely not talk about that. That was so yeah. fallouty. Like, am I right? Because like, there's no the Fallout Three, the Children of Adam. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, yeah, the Children of Adam, and then the Fallout Three. You have to go like fucking blow the bomb up and Megaton. whatever and Megaton if you decide to. I, I do did. it every time. Yeah, I did. Yeah, also I get a penthouse out of it. Like, come on, you get a penthouse. Yeah, if you, you play for you. Yeah. Okay, so you know they're in four as well. Yeah. Okay. You know oh, that too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're in the, the sea. The, 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 the sea. glowing sea. The glowing yeah. sea, where you go in there and there's just a fucking nuke in the ground that just didn't go off. And they're like sitting in a pile of just radiation sludge. Damn, that's like literally that. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. That's super cool. Everybody's got inspiration from somewhere. Yeah. To go back to the skinless telepaths. How you think it should have been in movie four or something? Well, okay, like I don't think that's a necessity. I just think that that's such a wild concept that you would not see until a later installment, right? Like I figured beneath the Planet of the Apes, there was going to be like a reject society of apes that were human sympathizers or something, or you know, to go a little bit wilder, you know, human monkey hybrid, and then and then episode three, and then movie three was going to get a little crazier. Maybe then it would have the the hybrids or something, or something. And then movie four had the skinless, telepathic children of Adam. Like, a, a scale to lead up to this. But it just went from here to here. Movie but, one and two. To be fair, it was... They didn't plan for 
a second one when they were making the first one, but it was, quote, set up in a way where... It was open-ended. Well, no, the first one, they, like, not constantly, but a lot of times, they mentioned, like, here's the Forbidden Zone. We don't go there. Why? It's forbidden. Uh, yeah, they I really don't, don't explain that past Yeah, that. then they, they go there a little bit, and then they kind of go around it to go to where the Statue of Liberty is. Yeah. Then the very beginning of this film, there's, you know, the... All the effects, the fire, the ground splitting open, going through the wall. You know? Yeah. That was cool. And there could have been plenty of reasons, I'm sure you could have written why it's a forbidden zone. It's like, in the grounds of nuclear fallout, because that movie, the first movie did explain how humans just destroyed the planet, Mm -hmm. right, through constant war and such. So I could have bought nuclear radiation and said, like, there's some force that's killing everyone that tries to go there. We don't know what it is. Turns out it's nuclear radiation that's just stayed, that's just been fallout, you know? But, yeah, telepaths with no skin. Also stalker. It's very stalkerish. Very stalker. That would... Stalker. 77. Am I wrong about that? I'm probably wrong. You're telling me. I'm going to say after. The writers of Stalker watched this movie and said, let's turn this into three-hour philosophy. No. I don't think I don't think no. that's how it went. <laughs> Not 79 is when Stalker came out. Nice. 162 minutes. Oh, yeah. You guys like Brent? Yeah. Yeah, he was good. I actually really liked how fast he adapted to things. Yeah, he seemed kind of like a more badass version, but also he had his voice, so I can't shit on him. Yeah, his teeth are very white. Yeah. Yes. Did they just get there? Yeah, I, don't I guess know. he was brushing that shit on the ship. Yeah, he was. He had nothing better to do. Smoked on his ship, so I don't. Maybe they did. Yeah, that's a good. I wonder if they had bathrooms. No, that ship looked pretty small. That was like a that was like an airplane. When you get to look at it, that was not yeah. a that was not a, a spaceship that you could sleep in. That was like a. The whole time. Mm-hmm. For thousands of years. This is all true. Although maybe they could have only been flying for their perception of time a couple hours, a day at most, because they did say something about some kind of bend that's like a bend the through time. Curve. That, yes. It's a bend through time. So they traveled thousands of years in the future through their perception of only a couple hours. Damn. Sci-fi terms. Passline curve is entirely made up. Oh, for... Yeah, Hasline's not the real thing. But it's made up for Planet of the Apes, or that's yeah, like... it's just like a cool name that they thought of. It's like an nice. endgame oh. when Tony's trying to figure out time travel, and he's like, give me a... that, like, loop. Or he, you know, he says some big name loop, and then it gives a loop, and it's like, yes, that would work! And he's like, oh! It's the same thing. Big words. Pseudoscience. I'm fine with pseudoscience. I'm not gonna fact check that. Just make it sound like you know what you're talking about, and I'll give you a thumbs up and say you do. Sounds good to me. I'm just the consumer. Anything else on your list? Uh, just that, the whole ending. They were intending, when they take off the mask, like that was their Statue of Liberty moment for this film. I think that uh, that reveal was actually done really well. Yeah. As much as I have been shitting on this concept, I think the reveal of it was handled really well. I also the- really love the scene, like, with the fountain, when... Brent is like freaking out and starts drowning Nova and then just starts screaming and then stumbles through the door. That's like one of my favorite scenes in the whole franchise. Not gonna lie. You know, the moment that was done, I was like, is there some kind of telepath, like a singular person that's a telepath? And then it's a whole society of them. I was like, oh damn. 
I thought I clearly didn't think that at all. I thought it was like, oh, he drank the water. Now he's gonna turn into monkeys. That's how they all turned into monkeys. They were actually humans. <laughs> <laughs> That's you not know, a bad idea. They just turned into an animalistic thing. You know. Yeah. I would believe that if someone told me that. Yeah. Yeah, that makes total sense. Yeah, I just think it's funny how they, the special features, anyways, were talking about that being their Statue of Liberty moment, and then they blew up the planet, and <laughs> the choice made to blow up the planet, I. I, I did not have subtitles on, so I probably misheard when I was watching it earlier. But it was, they were having like a bad day on set and, you know, trouble with the bank because the banks were being all shitty with Fox and whatever. And either the director or the writer, Paul Dane, who has like PTSD from Hiroshima, that's why they got him to write because he wrote poems about nuclear fallout a lot. They're like, nice. But they got him. It was either the director or the writer or both. They were just chilling in their car, I think. And they're talking about how to end it. And then one of them goes, fuck it. Just blow it up. I don't care. <laughs> and they're, they're still planning to make a third one at this time, they said. Is, it, is, is what the third one them trying to leave the planet or something? Yeah, you do. Awesome. <laughs> As a kid, when I first watched these, I was less than 10. I watched the first one because my dad showed me. And then we couldn't find the second one. And we just, I remember sitting there for a second. And then my dad just turned to me. He goes, you know what? You don't need to watch it. All you need to know is the planet blows up. Let's watch the third one. And so I watched the first, then the third. And I was like, yeah, this makes sense. So there's some, that's like the only tease I'll ever give you. And that's not even a tease. It's just a really horrible viewing experience. Yeah, he just, uh, you don't need to know. The planet just blows up. You know, nothing too big. Yeah? Yeah, is that right? Okay. Was this, it was specifically because he didn't like it because it's boring the first half, which universally, this is like the worst one. So, you got the worst of the originals out of the way. Oh, wait, you told me not to look up the others. Yeah, no. I was about to start looking at their skews. No. I know the names of the next two. I don't know which order it is, but I know the names of the next two, and nice. that's the extent of it. Yes. What do you guys think is going to happen? Since I know the names, I'm not going to answer this question. All right. I don't know plot synopsis, but I, like I said, names are... Either they go to the other side of the planet, because the planet actually didn't blow up, or they go back in time somehow. Time travel would be cool. Yeah, it's anything like, is possible at this well, point. Mean, if, it, if the planet's blown up, then you have to go back in time. Yeah. Cause, or find a new planet. Well, no, because they've, they've already explained that they're the, like, the telepaths were, like, we're the only, like, intelligent life forms in the entire universe. Well, they could be wrong. I believe them, bro. They took their fucking skin <laughs> off. <bro. laughs> you think I'm going to look at them and be like, yeah, no, they're definitely wrong. I'm like, oh, yeah. They did, okay. They did worship a god. Or a bomb as their god. I don't care. I feel like that kind of just makes all their points like... Le bomb. Well, when they are telepathic, I don't know, maybe. I will, We don't know the extent of their tele, you know, telepathic abilities. Yeah, you were talking can, about, like, couldn't they just make them fight each other when they were invading? Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't think that was me. That was me. Oh, that was you. Yeah, I was like, why don't they just have the monkeys shoot each other? And you went, that's a good question. <laughs> Anyways, movie. I was like, oh, so that just doesn't happen. <laughs> that that whole plot device and ability is just gone. It's done. It's like the Instead force. Of, 
It's yeah. Instead of having, instead of having, uh, instead of the final little telepath guy having General Monkey shoot, you know, all the other monkeys, he goes, "This is the weapon of my god," and then he gets shot. He had thirty seconds to close his eyes and then win, but he didn't. The way that I look at it after rewatching these for so many years is they're just so full of themselves. They give off this vibe like. Yeah, we can fucking do anything, but we can't, like, physically do anything. But we could make it seem like that. But they're always, like, standing perfectly still when they're doing, like, the really cool shit. And they're always doing things from, like, far away. So the way that I approach it now is they just invaded and they're just, like, all distracted in the head. Or very bullshit reason, but I think it's because... When they got past their first illusion, they were like, "Ah, oh, they're too stupid to realize our illusions are, you know, fake or blah, blah, blah. So they just didn't even try because they were like, ah, their stupid puny minds just won't, it, our, our mind tricks won't work. Normally, it doesn't do anything. I feel like normally it would be the other way around. The dumber you are, the easier it would be to implant a mind trick on you. But the smarter you are, the, you know, harder it would be. That's what they said in the movie. I'm just going to go off that. Or, new theory, all of it's an illusion. Like, old uh, Taylor and Brent are just in that little cage still by the next by the time that third movie boots up. And they're like, <gasps> and then, like, so the planet didn't blow up? You <laughs> just have that moment. It was all a dream. I don't think that's going to happen, homie. I don't think it's just, like, Taylor and Brent, like, sitting around a campfire smoking weed, like, bro. What if? <laughs> yeah, this is gonna be a good space journey. <laughs> it's a prequel to before they even go. And like, yeah, and we're gonna see a bunch of fucking monkeys, dude. It's gonna be great. God, I think it would be cool if Kid Ape went back to law school. Yeah. <laughs> he tried out for the X Games. He wasn't in this movie. Yeah. What the fuck? Lucius it wasn't Lucius. Fuck. Who was Lucius? Oh God, I know this. I swear. Kid Ape. Yeah, yeah in the first one, uh, Zira's nephew. Oh, yeah! Who, what? I'm getting you out of the cage, human. Damn, I thought that was Cornelius this entire time. That kid was not Cornelius. Kid Who's Ape? Cornelius? In the first one? Yeah, Cornelius the fuck is, is Cornelius? The, he's the, the husband. Cartographer. Who has all oh, the ones whose wife got kissed. Yeah. That, when he's like, they oh, never hurry and I want to hit her again. That's Cornelius. The chick is Zira. It actually really hurts that it just hit me that those are the same people as the ones in the first movie. What? I did not know that those were the same people at all. But they they said, though. They said what? They said, like, oh, we love Taylor. I've never seen another human who can talk like Taylor did. They did see that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I get, you know, that's just me, I guess. That's my bad. What? <laughs> my bad. My bad. Hey, you my August. bad. <laughs> it wasn't obvious. Yeah. That's fair. It was kind of far. Yeah. yeah. Things have happened since then. Yeah. Anything else? Many moons have passed. I don't really have anything else. So, starting with Kane, what did you give it? I give it three and a half. I really like that ending. Uh, the beginning was whatever to me, but I think I kind of like like the weirder direction because why not, you know? And like I said, it's already a goofy premise, so like anything is possible. It was just such a big leap in what they introduced from just Planet of Monkeys to 
telepathic skinless people who worship a mom. It was just like, shit, all right. Yeah, they still haven't even implemented nudity yet, which is really annoying. They don't. We almost got monkey cock. Yeah, that's what I've been looking for. Yeah, yeah, that yeah was they're naked. God, yeah. What the fuck? That was a sauna they were at, wasn't it? Lowering the shit to three stars. Yes. It was. Yes. You no, you, because oh. we'll do Wes at the end. Uh, I gave it two and a half. But I could raise it up to three. But, like, I'm just kind of teetering between two and a half to three. I don't know. I'm still thinking about the skinless part. It looks the, cool. The reveal is what would cause me to raise it. Okay. That reveal is what would cause me to raise it. It's just the fact that the first half is just the same as no, the I first movie. I won't even be mad at all. I gave it two and a half. I don't know. Is it like the same, like the second half is better or the first half is better? Or is it just fine? I think it's just the general disappointment with, with, you know, they had a good, like, you know, here, do this, and they didn't do cool things with it. They were just like, ah, it's so weird, right? (laughs) (laughs) And then they died. The first draft for this, before they started on the half-human, half-ape stuff, they got the original author to do a draft of the script, and it was going to be called Planet of Myth. And it was going to be a little bit in the future with Taylor. Even more in the future? Yeah, Taylor and Nova had a kid, and that kid was smart like Taylor, and then they raised this whole community of humans, and then they fight back and fuck over all the apes. And then at the end, they're at like a circus, and in the cage is Dr. Zayas. You see, that that would have been that, so much better. That's what would happen if Planet of the Apes came out today. Not like, you know, the reboot trilogy or like the remake. Like, if it was a franchise that started now, that's what would happen. I'm, yeah. pro- I'm almost certain. That's not what happened. Yeah, we got You guys would like that better, though, than telepaths and the it's, it's It's less weird. I think the general populace probably would have liked it better. I would well, agree with that last statement. Yes. Yeah. Also, when it came out, it was. Positively received. Was it really? after the fact? They're like, ah. I'm just like, it's like not one of those movies where it's like it's literally like following like a movie and it's like the shittiest sequel ever. It's kind of just the same thing with like a crazy twist at the end. Yeah, yeah. no, I've definitely seen much worse sequels. Yeah, there's way worse sequels for sure. And again, it's like one of the first franchise sequels like ever. Like th- this movie's not even that bad. It's that first half is kind of boring, but other than that, it's solid. Just. Weird. Yeah, like I give this this movie and Deliverance the same rating. Yet I would watch this like way faster than I would watch Deliverance again. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Deliverance was a one time viewing. It was solid. Glad I watched it, especially with friends. Would not watch yeah, it again. It's just two clips. That's it. Yeah. But yeah. What do you think? I think Deliverance was like the same thing with me. I was just looking at it like, why did you make this decision? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like why? Yeah. Sorry. Uh, I enjoyed the movie. I don't know. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I. I did not dislike the movie. No, or, no. You know, not enjoy it. I would just much rather watch the first one or the reboot trilogy. Well, me too. The first one's still. First one's you know, phenomenal. Universally agree. That's the best of the originals. I did say like as we watch these sequels, you're either gonna love them or you're gonna hate them. But I would also but, say they're not. I will Very say you've got me, you've got me interested to see what number three is. The only one that I actively don't want to watch is the Tim Burton remake. It's because I've seen it and I don't like it. You're gonna watch. Well, hold on, because that Castleus is pumping. <laughs> so give it a sec. And that's good music. Danny Elfman scored it. That is true. Danny Elfman did score it. So mm-hmm. what'd you give it? 
I could just give it my biased five stars. That's what's up. It's also because I've seen like every Planet of the Apes material possible. They had like a live action TV show in '75, and they had like a cartoon. And in the cartoon, there's more stuff with the the skinless telepaths mutants. Is there around. really? Yeah, and it's fucking awesome. The animation's not good because it it was cheap, and it was like oh. the '70s. But the story's fucking incredible. And they got motorcycles. Imagine all that, but with motorcycles, dude. Perfect. Yeah. Or like Mad Max with monkeys. I did it because I hate those who try to alter destiny, which is the unalterable will of God. And if it is man's destiny one day to be dominated, then, oh, please, God, let him be dominated by such as you. And we are back after watching another monkey movie. Wes, you want to lead us in? Uh, we we watched Escape from the Planet of the Apes. It's been a little bit since we watched Beneath, but it'll seem like instantaneous for the podcast. I don't know. What what are you guys' thoughts on Escape? Uh, do we want to go Mason first and then McCain? Like before and then during and how you feel after. I'll go first. Like... It, with based off the title, I thought it was going to be them escaping the destruction. Shit happened off screen. It just they already escaped, and then you know I, what I thought was it was going to be the same movie as the first, just reversed, mirrored, if you will. But it was pretty different. Say they took that concept and actually did something different with it. They took that, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? I guess they, part of it was a fish out of water comedy. Yeah. But like they, they took the concept of the first movie head and said, we're going to make it feel good until about two, two, four, or that's half halfway through, halfway through the movie. Yeah. I was thinking that too, that there was like a, there was like a very, there was like a mood change. Like, at the very first half of the movie, I was like, nice. This is going to be, like, a feel-good movie. There's going to be some laughs, some humor, and I'm going to go to bed happy. That's not what happened at all. They shot a baby. Spoilers. That's what happened. We, we were spoiling the last one. No, no, I know. <laughs> just had to put it out there. I guess They shot fair. a fucking baby. Several times. Yeah. Like, he didn't he just... make he, sure. Yeah, because yeah, that baby's going to get up from one gun and shot and be fine. No, and the fucker had to put, like, five of the bullets in him. It just had to be really thorough. I didn't expect that ending. Me neither. I expected. Yeah, normally they get away. Yeah. yeah, that did not happen. Normally they get away, like not just movies, not or... like Planet of the Apes. I don't know. I've only seen fucking three of them, so how would I know? I, I was. Yeah. Well, just usually just movies like that where <laughs> bad guy is chasing family, family gets away. Yeah. yeah. Bad guy does not win and shoot the fucking baby. Yeah. That was just crazy, man. Well, as Planet of the Apes usually does, has to bum you out with its endings. So are the next two still in continuity with this one? Yeah. Because this is the first movie to set up a sequel, like, in the movie. Uh, the, like, the first the one was just... The just like, make another one. Oh, make another one. Yeah, the first one was just kind of <laughs> open, I guess, you know. Taylor didn't die. Nothing, like, really happened. They just, oh, it was on Earth. But, you know, you could have, if you really wanted to, done more with Taylor. It's not what they did. But, like, and then the second one, shit blew up. I don't know how they were going to do that. And then time travel. 
They time traveled in the first one. I know. It was just, <laughs> it was just backwards. Backwards. Yeah. It's the same thing. Yeah. Mason? I, you were struggling throughout the entire movie. You look like you're still in pain. So, <laughs> I came into this watching the Planet of the Apes series, right? I started down, down here, at the very bottom. So I was like, this looks dumb, right? Watched Planet of the Apes, and I was like, I was completely wrong. I'm so sorry. After these last two movies, I think I'm right back where I started. Uh, I'm sorry if I offend any of you. Well, just why specifically with the second one, though? Even though it still has, like, comparable philosophy to the first, and still, like, even a better message than the first, I would say. It's the fact that it's the same fucking movie. Yeah, like, the first, the first half. The first half is the same. It is the you exact same movie. lost me as soon as they started putting on dresses and suits, and they were having, like, a feel-good, and they got the monkeys drunk, and they were partying. I don't. Man. Judge me all you want. So, yeah, I'm not judging you. I just... It, I'm sad. I just think it's crazy that you saw, like, a planet full of apes, and they're killing a bunch of humans, and they have museums where they set up these people up, and they keep these people in cages, and there was a bunch of crazy shit that happens in the first one, right? But then you get to the third one, you're like, oh, that monkey's putting on a suit? Nope. They wore shoes in the first one. I just want to point <laughs> that out. They were wearing clothes. Human clothes. To me, Monkey the first clothes. one was like really whack. And, it, and whack in like a way I was like, wow, that's like not a concept that I think of. And that's not the direction I think they take it. Yeah. At this point, the, the, the series just, was over. They just they, stuck they, they it in our it. world. They, they, the series was over and they brought it back. And then they ended it again. And they're going to bring it back. They didn't end it. This is open-ended. They're dead. One of them is dead. The baby. They, the swapped the, they swapped the baby. They left uh, smart right. their actual baby at the circus, and then took the took the primitive baby. Evolved ape, still living. That's a setup. Hey, I didn't, see that. I didn't see that ending coming. I'll tell you Me that neither. right now. The last two, they blew up the fucking planet in the second one, so I wouldn't have like not believed that they shot a baby and just cut off the gene pool there. I would have believed it. The saddest part because is that now it's just an innocent baby that was killed. Yeah? Yeah. That's pretty sad. Although, even though I wasn't the biggest fan of the second one, and I thought this was cute, I mean, until the ending, of course, but, like, the first half, it was cute, right? It, but, like, I wasn't blown away like I was with the first one. This series, specifically these first three, have somehow managed to make me hate the apes in the first one because, you know, the how they were treating Taylor and everybody to me rooting for them. Yeah. Well, even in the first one, you still like yeah. Zira and Cornelius. Like, yeah. Those are the two that everyone loves. But, like, I was still rooting for Taylor more than yeah. anybody else. You know, he was thrown in this situation, treated like, you know, an animal. Zira and Cornelius were greeted with open arms at first, you know, mm -hmm. slightly different. But, you know, obviously shit happens, like. That causes them to be hunted down. I get that. But I don't know. You went from hating the apes at first to rooting for them over the people instead well, of rooting for Z uh, Cornelius and Zero with Taylor. You know. You also did that just... in the bad guy in this movie. Because at the beginning, he seemed like he was helping them out. Because he was like, you know, just kind of like, oh, like, oh shit, that totally makes sense to me. But then further along, he just kind of like got it in his head that these monkeys are going to take over, which they are. Yeah, that's, you know that's accurate. In fifteen hundred years. Yeah, fifteen hundred years from that point. So well, he did try to preface like before all that, like we're just looking for facts, and those facts bothered him. Yeah, you know? I guess that yeah, 
I, I guess this bad guy wasn't, like, well, he shot a baby. That's pretty, you know, irredeemable, I, I thought, personally. But at first, I feel like his motives were fairly sound. Like, I, yeah. I made, you know, joke while we were watching, you know, 1,500 years! I Yeah, that part's goofy, but, like, his motives were sound. I think that, I'm like, I think that it was pretty similar to, like, what we have, like, with global warming. Mm-hmm. Like, those sort of things. Like, we know that a problem is coming in, like, a couple hundred years, but why should we do anything to fix it? Because we're not... It's the same kind of... It's, it's the same thing, like, uh, I think it's called bystander mentality. Yeah, so yeah, I don't want to yeah. do it. Why do I have to do it? So I think yeah. I think that that was, like, what they were, they were trying to portray with everybody else not really giving a shit except for that one guy, because, like, that's normally how that goes. Yeah. Those sorts of situations. You have a small group of people that think we should help the environment, and then 90% of America says, fuck you, no. So that's kind of sort of how it went here. It was just that one guy that cared about these monkeys and he was pretty, honestly, if they just shot that guy, I think they would have been like, damn, I guess those monkeys got away. They probably wouldn't have kept yeah. searching, you know? Yeah, no, they wouldn't have. Yeah. Because they were, they were greeted like, oh, these are talking monkeys. That's fucking awesome. You know, yeah. they're parading them around town, dressing them up. Realistically, and- even if, like, say... You know, that shit actually did happen in the, you know, talking monkeys come from the future. Same shit. Same exact shit. We would not be as open to that, you know. No, we'd kick their ass. Yeah, you know, you'd have all, <laughs> you know, everyone would be like, I don't know how I wanted to articulate what I was trying to say. I guess it just wasn't going to happen. But they would just seed the talking monkey and, ah! and then try to gun them down. They would. They would definitely, like, well, they would dissect them and all that stuff. Yeah. So... I'm kind of surprised that that wasn't, like, a thing here. Yeah, Because they tried to dissect, uh, what's-his-fuck in the first one, right? Am I wrong? Yeah. They yeah. were trying to experiment well, didn't they, on all of them. Well, what was the doctor who got strangled by the gorilla? Myro? Myro? Dr. Milo. 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 Uh, yeah, Milo. They did try to dissect him, though, right? Uh, yeah, oh, did get, they? Mm-hmm. They said, we're going to need a full autopsy when they had his body on the uh, stretcher. Yeah. After, okay. he, after yeah. he died, yeah, you know. You know why would you not? He's dead. Yeah, but, like, I guess they still kind of, sort of did. They didn't do, you know, live lobotomies like the apes did in the first movie, but it was something. Speaking of Milo, he is played by Salminio from Rebel Without a Cause, and that was, like, his big boom in his career. The the bad guy in that movie? No, he's, like, the little guy. Like, the friend. Oh. Yeah. Weird. So, they, he kind of, like, not declined, but... He didn't have, like, a big boost in his career until this, but during this, he got claustrophobic in the makeup, and I don't know if it was because of that that they killed him off, or if he was originally killed off, because it's like, we just needed a smart ape to explain why they piloted a spaceship, so yeah. that she would know. Yeah. And then, like, just get rid of him, because no one cares about this random ape that just showed up. Yeah, it should have been the kid. Kid ape. Yeah. Kid ape. Where was He's he? He's so stuck on kid ape. Well, he's dead now. Yeah, he is. is. Well, he's double dead, because in the expanded universe novels, when they're coming back from the Statue of Liberty, he just fucking dies, because the mutants get in in all their heads, and they just, like, bury him in rocks and boulders, so he gets squished, and he's dead. Damn. Yeah. And then the planet blows up, so he's double dead. Yeah, double tap. They just had to really make sure that Kid Ape was gone. Yeah. He'll never ride that skateboard again. <laughs> Damn. But yeah, yeah, for the the tonal change for the first half of this, where it was all comedic and cute and wholesome, that was mainly, for the behind the scenes that I saw, 
just kind of said, well, we want to, like, oh, fuck. Let me restart. Cut all that out. So from the behind the scenes that I saw, they were basically saying that when they were writing, they had like humans like greeting them like, oh my God, look at this talking monkey. This is awesome. This is so cool. Parading them around, you know, have the dress up montage. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, they're dressing up and it's all funny and they're monkeys and you can't look at a monkey in a suit and not laugh. So they just made all of it comedic until they shifted it to like, would you kill baby Hitler or yeah, they, they did do that. They did I ask that, that question. Speech. Yeah. That was a good speech. Yeah, they mentioned Herod? Yeah. Yeah, Herod, Herod and Christ. King Herod. Damn. Amazing. Anything <laughs> else to say? You're really not? Oh, sorry. Damn. Well, this one is, like, genuinely adored by everyone. It makes you. F- <laughs> Not everyone. But he had more to people. say about Gummo than he did about the third yeah. age. <laughs> I'm like at a loss. Like that makes what, me feel good. What happens? Is it just because it's they did it again, or yeah, just that? Yeah, no, it's not all that. I just just keep reviving the dead. You know me. I'm the type of guy that likes my short, not short stories, but once you finish a story, don't touch it again. Well, this was their... They just kept picking it back up again. They're going to do it again. Well, yeah, there's two more. Yeah. And then TV (laughs) movies. And And then then a remake from Tim Burton. And then a whole other reboot trilogy. Just keep in mind, they're still trying to figure out, like, how sequels work at this point. Because these are the first sequels that were, like, big. Now, before this, there weren't any. That is very true. Like, they're just... Like, they didn't really think about, like, setting it up to keep going. They're just like, we'll do another one. Do it again. Why not? Yeah. Yeah, this is before they started doing like... just shit all over I you. I guess like, these movies... Because they're out of ideas! Because didn't calling sequels by numbers happen in the 80s? Wasn't that a thing? By numbers? It was probably because of Star Wars. Oh, because okay. it, it was just Star Wars, and then he was doing more, and then it was like episode four and five, and they're like, what happened to the first three? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what yeah. happened to the first three? There's probably something in between somewhere that I don't know. I just can't yeah. get over it that they shot a baby several times. Like, had it been the first time, I'd still be hung up on that because you shot a baby. But he looked at that baby that got shot and went, bam, 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 like five fucking times. Like, that baby was going to get up. I don't know. I'm so, I'm so, <laughs> hung, up. I'm so hung up on that. Get him, he's quick. He's still moving. It's like when you got a crawler in Cod Zombies, he just got to put him down. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty funny Ugh. well going back to the villain his name is Dr. Hasline and we talked about it a little bit before but in beneath when Brent lands and he's talking to Skipper he's like I believe we passed through a Hasline curve and we were talking about like what's yeah. a Hasline curve yeah you're right so Hasline basically helped recruit Taylor and his crew and Brent and all of them to go on this special mission and when they came back in Taylor's ship and they were monkeys, he's like, oh, what happened? <laughs> what happened to the mission? <laughs> he's just like, what the fuck happened in space? Yeah. And I think the frequent mentions of Taylor and like no mention of Brent at all, like kind of implies that they landed before Brent left to find Taylor. Because I feel like they would mention that. Yeah. But anyway. No, that's that's fair. 
Oh, to like assume. they time traveled before Brent left, is yeah. what you're saying. Because okay. I think Brent left, he left in 1973-ish, I think. And they landed in 1973. So it's like, was it before Brent or after Brent? Like, doesn't matter. Cause also, to no be fair, I totally one. forgot Brent's name. I totally forgot. That's, I just, yeah. in my brain, it's just Taylor 2. That's two. That's true. Then the timeline wouldn't make sense as to why Brent wouldn't know monkeys would, ex- would exist in the future. Because if Brent left after the monkeys arrived, then he would know that the monkeys arrived in Taylor Shift. Well, so now, therefore, this timeline goes like this. Whoop, it makes a separate timeline. Yes, so that's what war, I'm getting at. So the timeline, if you know, they never left to go to space, the monkeys would have never taken over. Paradox. This is temporal paradox. We're gonna come back to this after we finish these, because <laughs> I don't know how to expand on that yet. That's fair. At Without, this time, okay, that makes sense. That's it's Nolan esque. <laughs> Christopher Nolan stole it from Planet of the Apes. I mean, maybe Guillermo del Toro loved Planet of the Apes. I'm sure most people loved Planet of the Apes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this movie did the one thing, the one thing that I did not like from the first one. The kissing. It, it doesn't get easier to watch. Every time it happens, I just want to put my whole fucking face in my stomach. I liked it better now that the dude kissed the other girl. Because now it seems equal to me, and, like, that's fair. It's not equal. There's still one more kiss yeah. from a man to another female ape. Yeah. Well, so now you do one. They're accepting the same spot. I mean, that's fair, but it's just it felt better than the first movie. Yeah, for sure. They're yeah, accepting and they're open. And they're like, yeah, we just kiss humans sometimes. Yeah, sure. I mean, chill. I guess it it is better than Cornelius just sitting there watching this random space guy kiss his fucking wife. <laughs> Still don't understand why Taylor wanted to do that. I don't. I don't get it. I think Taylor, Taylor, his character, man, he was just like, let's do it. Yeah. You know, he's just. He just, I don't know, he's very charismatic. I like Taylor a lot. You know, I liked Taylor, I just yeah. didn't understand that choice. Well, I he think... was, like, held captive for months, so I feel like at that point, I'd, like, I gotta kiss them. Nova didn't? <laughs> Nova oh, was her Nova. name, right? Yeah. Nova, Nova didn't mean anything? The actual other human that he could have, well, that he kissed probably her. did? Yeah, but that's, like, she cannot speak. She's dumb. That's, like, an animal. Yeah, that is an animal. That's an animal, considered to these apes, which are... Physically animals, but mentally they're where you are. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe even better, you know? Like, if there's another species that was the same intelligence as you, you're saying you would not want to kiss them. Yes. Yes as in you would, or yes as in you would not? As I would not. But why not? They're equal intelligence. Star-Lord does it all the time. Yeah, and she's just... In the comic, fun little aside, speaking of that, in relation to that, in the comic book, Star-Lord fucks his spaceship... His spaceship has an AI that is completely and totally sentient and intelligent, and he just falls in love with the ship. And, it's like Lando. And fucks awesome. it sometimes. It's like Lando nice. and Solo. Yes, what? Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't... You just didn't <laughs> like these movies. These I'm last just... two, did you? At all. It's just a downward slope. It's is it like the tone, or the is it what concept? they're doing in it? It's a lot of everything. Yeah. We'll expand on just, it. I'll just Help know us. my gut reaction is I don't want them. What? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know. Help it's, us out his, here, though. His gut says no. 
but coincidentally, his gut said no before the movie even started. So I can't, I can't. I'm like, ah, you know. Well, the movie opened and it was four monkey, three monkeys getting out of a spaceship, and I'm like, ah, oh, damn. You just clocked out. Back. You didn't even give it a chance. Yes, because we <sighs> went back to square one. No. This is like when Connor was saying they lost me at the skinless telepaths. Like why? Why do these things lose you two? The skinless telepaths is a whole different ball game <laughs> than just back to square one, which I can understand why movie three back to square one can bother you. I get that. But I don't know. Well, it's not back to square one because the first two squares play into this square. I'd also like to point out that James Bond has been doing this for 45 years and nobody complains about that. It's been revived over and over and over. All 27 of those movies are the exact same movie. Yeah. So, it seems like a pick and choose thing at this point. Yeah, you're only like three movies, movies in. So I don't know. Well, you've seen five James Bond movies, at least. No, I've only seen the Daniel Craig trilogy. That's, which is five of five them. movies. Yeah, yeah, and that's not a regret. To me, I've not seen the other ones, so it does not matter to me. But He's talking like about he Quantum of Solace. Um, no, I'm lost. I'm lost at what you're trying to get out of here. So, okay. So five James Bond movies that are basically the same versus three Planet of the Apes movies where the concept of spaceship crash world discover, that's there, but they're all very different. What you don't, the first half what you don't like about the... They didn't end, though. They were very... Like, it was James Bond, and obviously we're going to get another James Bond. Because James Bond alive. will return. That is a thing that happens yeah. at the end of the credits. But the, one the one left it died. one one left it open for a sequel. There could have definitely been a sequel after the first one. Sure, you could say that the second one didn't, you know, it ended think... there. But well, as I said last time, the behind the scenes say that they were planning to do a third one while they were doing the second one. They just had a bad day and said, "Just blow it up." I'm I'm grumpy. Kill it. <laughs> I mean, you know, they were going to keep doing it. Literally, that explanation that they had about, oh, we went back in time because we left before the blah, blah, blah. That, that like, happens in most every movies ever. Like, any movie that has time travel whatsoever, like, if I look at it and it has time travel in it, I'm really not going to be like, oh, I'm not going to, you know, be picky about what's going on. It's fucking time travel. None yeah. of this shit makes sense. And I don't, I don't think it's out of nowhere. Just like, I don't think the skinless telepaths are out of nowhere. I, I still think that's out of, like, well, I get well, that. Well, they it, set oh, up the skinless in, telepaths in the yeah, first one. They did. In the first, when they're traveling at the very beginning, they're like, we're such a stupid planet. There's no life anywhere. Like, there's just sudden lightning and they're like, oh shit. Like, there's stuff going on as they're first walking. So that's a setup to something weird, and they're like, that's the Forbidden Zone, don't go there. Yeah, they wouldn't have a Forbidden you know? Zone for no reason. Like, maybe they weren't planning on continuing it, but it at least I'm be real. exists retroactively. Like, like, I, you know, with the Forbidden Zone and the twist of Planet of the Apes, the first one being what it was, I assumed nuclear radiation from, like, a nu like I just assumed a nuclear war wiped out the Earth. Like, that that's usually yeah. my go-to in post-apocalyptic movies like that, where it's, like, years, you know thousands of years after the actual incident, I just assumed nuclear fallout, right? So I assumed Forbidden Zone was still, like, coaxed in nuclear radiation, and just every time apes would go, they'd die. That's what I assumed, and I, mean, I was that, perfectly fine with that, and then we got skinless telepaths that, that worshipped cool the bomb too, that hadn't gone off yet. We're but, also talking about a thousand years have passed since the bombs went off, 
and we're playing Fallout, where 76 years after the bomb went off, you are still able to go outside and live a normal life. But there are also areas in Fallout that have radiation. Yeah. I yeah. assumed it was the same shit, after like, like After like a hundred years, not a thousand. Radiation goes away after a while. That's why we're able to go back to places that have blown up. That Look, years. I agree, but we're also talking about a movie 2,000 where... years? Yeah, they were, they were in 3955. Yeah, so by that time, you know, not the, you know bring the science onto it, but we're able to go back into Chernobyl. That shit blew up, like, fucking how long ago? Not even a hundred years ago. We're able to go there. And that's, like... Less than 50 years ago. Yeah. So that's... Like, had they said that that's why, I would have been like, yep. But that's, like, common sense, though. That's like, no one has to tell you, oh, radiation goes away after 2,000 years. You should know that. I know that, but had the movie just said... Had the fucking movie said, yeah, or people, or, you know, these things keep dying there, I would have just been like, okay, let's move on to the philosophy. But that's why Forbidden Zone is forbidden. Radiation. I'd have just been okay. I'm, I know the science doesn't work, but Talking Apes. Talking Apes is right here. Skinless Telebats is all the way over here. Well, going back to the setup of them finding the spaceship, That in the first one, they're, like, asking where he crashed and all that. And then Taylor Circle's like, probably here. And even in the second one, Brent's like, we were here, you know? So, like, Cornelius and Zero know where these ships are, and they introduce the new character, Dr. Milo, to, like, because Cornelius and Zero are not rocket scientists. Neither is Milo, but he's depicted as, like, a man ahead of his time. You know? Yeah, he's, they even said that in the yeah, movie. Yeah, he's real smart. So, I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> I forgot. But. Yeah. There was something. Yeah. Yeah, but it <laughs> was set up for you. sure. There's something with me. Yeah, I was responding to something. Uh, well, we got in Skinless Telepass, and that was not my argument. I didn't have a problem with that. I think that's cool. I thought that was fine, too. Nice. Like, I even liked it. <laughs> like, I like the reveal. I think the reveal is awesome. I don't know, just the concept. Like, a planet of the apes where the apes have evolved, you know, to mimic speech, and have the, especially with the explanation that this movie gave us as to why that happened, and, you know, future movies and such. Like, that's fine. I can get behind that. That's enough, like, fiction. But, like, I just don't understand how the skinless telepaths meshed into this world. Well, because they evolved. They said the bomb made them angels. Same thing as Fallout 4 with like, the children the of Adam. Adam. Like, I, I, get worship, I get worshipping the bomb. It's literally the fact that they're telepaths. If you want the honest truth, they, had they just been skinless like ghouls in Fallout since, you know, we're using the Fallout comparison still? If they'd just been skinless like ghouls, I'd be like, okay. Radiation this. has made animals grow, like, extra eyes and shit. And you're gonna tell me that, like, telepa- Tel- telepathy, telepathy is a bit too far? Maybe. I might. No. I just might. But the like, monkeys talk. They wear shoes. And telepathy <laughs> is like, you know, yes. oh shit. Monkeys oh, wearing shit. shoes... And telepathy are two totally different fucking topics. <laughs> the monkeys wear clothes. This and is they... fun. This is like fun, haha, wacky talking. Talking monkeys wear clothes. This is fucking telepathy superpowers in apes movie. I don't know. In the apes movie, where the monkeys talk and run a government and wear clothes, it's yes. too much. Yes. For a movie where monkeys run the government yes. and wear clothes and talk. Yes. I don't know what you fucking. You're want picking from me. and choosing. Yes. you're picking and choosing, yes. and it's I stupid. I it's don't dumb. care. I don't it's care. Like, it's like I don't oh, give man. a fuck that you think it's stupid. It doesn't no, no, no. change the it's fact not that, that I. I it's not that I think that it's stupid. It's that it is. Yeah? It's fundamentally your arguments do not correlate with each other, and they don't make sense. And just like always, you pick and choose. This level of wackiness I can get with this little wackiness in this world. I don't know. Didn't fit. Didn't so fit what do you me. guys think of Lewis and Stewie? 
I don't even know who that is. They were the two human friends oh. in Escape. Yeah, they're the same as Cornelius and what's her name? They, Zero. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, they were. They were. They were sweet. They were nice. Right on. That's what no complaints were. with them. <laughs> they. They. They were very calm about it. He. He was very shocked at first, and then just accepted that shit quick. He was like, "All right, cool." They talk. I want to be friends with them. And that was fun. That was fine. I was like, oh, yeah, that's not silly at all. It is silly. <laughs> okay. Okay. There's levels of silliness <laughs> that I can get behind. It, I don't know. <sighs> I don't know. I'm sorry. It's a personal preference. Yeah. So, Mason, you like Cornelius and Zero's characters, right? Yeah, I don't have a problem with them. Yeah, no, they're great. But the movie... Is <laughs> I'm sorry. I just really want to understand. It's not that I think you're like wrong or anything. I just feel like I'm not getting it all. Yeah, I feel like you got a lot more in your head that you're not saying. It's to be honest. I think it's just mostly it's we've been here before, and then I predict it's the fact that I've looked at it and I went, they're probably just gonna do go back in time and do this shit over again because like, what else would they do? After they, this one? No, after they blew up the planet and I'm like, what can you do? Go back in time? It's almost like <laughs> it's almost like in Star Wars when they blew up three Death Stars. Two of them, sorry. Where they just keep doing it over and over again. It's also like, you know, any movie ever, any franchise ever where they keep doing it over and over again. But this time they were they were That's cute not the problem game. The series was over. The planet was blown up. But they were still going to do were more. Dead. People were dead. People but die. Not, people die in every them. movie. People die in every movie. The planet blew up in Fallout. Yes, we yet we have hundreds of thousands of people living on the surface of that planet. But we know for a fact that people went into vaults and survived throughout the fallout, nuclear fallout. And, and we, we know, know that they did that Cornelius too. And Zero went to get the ship. And we also know screen. that, and we also know that people have survived the nuclear fallout before because the Children of Adam is in the second movie, where those people survived the nuclear fallout. So if they survived the nuclear fallout, and I'm assuming monkeys were there before, whenever the nuke, you know, I'm, I'm assuming monkeys existed at that point whenever the nuclear bombs went off, and those monkeys are fine. So why is it that whenever the entire planet was blown up by nuclear bombs, they're all alive, this but whenever? But whenever one of them explodes, they're all dead now. This is not my problem. <laughs> the fact that when you look at the series, you yeah. go, okay, this is over. Right? Yeah, no, the it, way it was presented was definitely like conclusive. I don't like care. I, I don't care if somebody went after me. Like we walked to the movie and a guy went, "They're making a third one." They told me I'd be like, I don't fucking care because it ended. You know, I like my beginning and end. I'm sorry. That's fine. It was just Outlast Two. Basically, the world ended. And they're making a third one, Fallout, sorry, uh, fucking Far Cry 5, the world ended, and there's a sixth one now. And it just keeps going, and it happens in everything, ever. But whenever it comes to the apes, it's like just, games. it's too much. I don't it's not, it's not, the, it's not, I'm not saying that you don't like them, I'm just saying that's like, it's acceptable. And you're willing to accept it in like certain situations. I'm sure if I went far enough, I could find one, because there's discrepancies in everyone's arguments. But I'm just saying... If I if I found something else, you would be like, yeah, that's fine, but this is not. Not that I know, for sure, but I have a good inkling. <laughs> We're just getting fucking hostile at this point. Yeah. Anymore, man. Is it hostile? 
We're, 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 we're digging, fair game. We're digging to get. To <laughs> fair game is an insight. We're joke. digging to get to a point because we're trying to prove points. I don't care anymore. I didn't like the movie. Blah blah blah. Fuck off. That's fair. Hey, I didn't want to prove a point. I just wanted to know. Yeah. So. Anyway, I didn't even dislike this movie. That's the best part. But I do agree that it felt very samey at the at the beginning. Yeah. But the tone was different. Tone was, was different, but on but on paper, it's still kind of samey. Well, yeah. For someone who sat through, who just sat through twenty seven of the exact same movies over and over and over, I am coming from a different perspective from you guys, definitely. So, like, maybe I'm just bringing the James Bond over, but it happens in everything ever, and we are willing to look over it. Yeah. Like I'm like I can look over that here. Like on paper, it's samey, but like you said, the tone is different. The way the people reacted were different. The way they were treated is different. There was enough of different within its like samey present or fuck. What's the word? It's on the tip of my tongue. I think you almost had it there, don't you? I did. Fuck it. My <laughs> friend said no. Yeah, I don't know where you were going. No, with that. I had it. It all made sense up in here, but once it tried to come out here, it said no. Within the same presentation of spaceship, people come out, new planet, different species are ruling, there was enough difference with how they went about it that it was fine. Whereas in 2, literally half of that movie is just Planet of the Apes again. Again, just yeah. without the philosophy and without Taylor. Yeah, there's some philosophy in the second half, though. In the second half, sure. That. But I'm talking about the first half. Talking about the first half. And yeah. how that was very samey. It, like, the exact same. So there's a way to do samey again and still have it feel kind of fresh and still feel kind of fun and different. There are ways to go about that. Three did it better than two. That's my take from samey. And nice. like there are ways that you could do samey and still make it feel new, even though it is kind of the same. I think it's the James they're... Bond movies are a good example of that. Yeah, James Bond assigned, you know, is assigned a mission to beat bad guy who wants to either destroy, take over the world... Or ruin the economy, and he does it, and or then he gets away, people. and he fucks girls. They're slashers. They're all the same. And I love slashers. I love them. It's but my favorite subgenre of horror. Like Friday the Thirteenth. They're all the exact same. Yes, they movie. are. Just keeps I don't going. even. I don't even like half the half of those franchise. Half of the movies in that franchise. I like the first one and the sixth one because the sixth one is different enough. But that's a different discussion it's for a different day. Any of the big slashers. I've also seen ten Saw movies that are the exact same. So and that's like and up until Leprechaun. Leprechaun, that was your favorite horror movie franchise. Yeah, no, it's Leprechaun. Good. Leprechaun is one of those that it's dynamic. It definitely changes every time because the rules are completely different. Yeah, he goes to space in one movie. He goes to the hood twice. Yeah, what the fuck? How come the apes don't go to the hood? <laughs> <laughs> You're telling me those apes couldn't have landed in Brooklyn? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Well, see, up. their budget was even smaller than the second movies. This one so felt they're... like it had a bigger budget. It definitely felt way bigger. I guess it except, for, except for the it's set just... piece at the end of two, this felt like it it's had a this, much they bigger have budget. To build anything? They just went around the town. They like mm. went around their lot. That's where they were filming. Yeah, that's fair. You know, they're just like put on the monkey. They only had two monkey makeups or three with Milo. But... Two for the whole movie, pretty much. You know, it was funny that it, on, it did... And they pulled footage from other movies, too. So for like flashback sequences money. and such? Yeah. Yeah. No, that gorilla in that cage was a fake monkey, for sure. Oh, yeah, that was just a gorilla suit. Yeah. yeah. I don't... They probably had that, though, already. 
<laughs> Go put on the suit, monkey yeah. man. They got like, storage from like a fifties movie or something. Yeah, yeah. Some of the SpongeBob episode. Yeah. But honestly, it looked worse than the one in SpongeBob. It looked pretty bad. It was yeah. bad. Yeah. You can see the zipper. I think. I just whenever I think about these movies, I try not to like think about the makeup and the effects and all that. Like I get, yeah. you know, I get it looks good for the seventies or whatever. If I think about it too hard, it breaks the immersion. Yeah, especially when in this movie, like when they're landing, they're not like, "Oh my god, those apes look very evolved." They're just like, "Oh, they're just apes." So yeah, I, <laughs> I, I cannot tell you if in universe they're just supposed to look like normal apes, but they talk. But I have, and, a, but the makeup and the acting is obviously for. I have a feeling for, that they are. Yeah, that it's supposed to be. It seems that way, but then there was also that sketch artist that was just drawing the the evolved looking version. So it's like because it would have been because it would have been weird, I guess, for an audience member to. Oh, no, it's my bad. You fucked Shit, it up. I'm so I sorry. Fucked it. Damn it, Wes. Anyways, it's weird. You for dropped you. No, no, no. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> <Ew>, hold up. <laughs> no, uh, I guess I guess just because it would have looked weird to see like actual photorealistic monkey as a drawing of yeah non photo you know non real looking monkey just. Like, you look at that picture and go, yeah, no, it's the same character. Yeah, and then Baby Milo is just a real chimp. They didn't, like, try to make it look well, like Well, like you said. Obviously, I, it would have looked bad. It would have looked off. I would have loved to have <laughs> seen a concept, but I'm glad they didn't put that in the movie. You know what would have been funny? If this movie came out during now and there was, like, a Fortnite skin. That would be so awesome. I would play Fortnite. If I could be Zira. Would you? The yeah. fact that I know that you're right. Yeah, that, that, that would happen. Be, Dr. Hassline? Yep, that would happen. The fact this movie would have came out if not this Dune, one specifically. If Dune can get Fortnite skins, Monkey Movie can get Fortnite skins. Also the skins. fact that none of those kids are watching Dune. Yeah. Guarantee. <laughs> none of those kids below 14 are watching. If I went in there and didn't understand it and I have like at least the, you know, the mental capacity of a high schooler, there's no way anybody like 15 and under watched wow. that movie and liked it. But they have Fortnite skins. It's because they look cool. The costume design in that movie was awesome. Sure. Yeah. But the equivalent yeah. of Fortnite skins in the seventies was uh, action figures and toys and lunchboxes. Yes. No. Because like a shit ton of apes ones. McDonald's toys. Yeah, because like franchises like Transformers and GI Joe were literally and He Man were all literally made because of an action figure line to sell toys. It, it, yeah. So well, was was right the the He Man was a toy first. Yep. Masters of the Universe. That's why the show was called like He Man and the Masters of the Universe instead of just like He Man. The '90s Marvel cartoons. They like wrote episodes and wrote characters depending on if what they could make lines. the toy. Yeah, specifically for the X Men. Yeah, like Spider Man was kind of its own entity already. Well, I saw like, that for the show. They chose Hobgoblin first because that's just the toy that they already had, and then they did Green Goblin when they finally made it. That makes sense. It like affected their writing and shit. So there's a lot crazy. of apes toys. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! What do they? Do they shoot things? <laughs> what do they do? No, they're just monkeys. You just like monkeys in clothes. It's like a Barbie. I pull up some pictures. No, it's, it's not just... Barbie. It's just. It's like have you seen like old Star Wars figures where it's just the character and it looks nice and stands there. It just you, stands there. It's that. But if you want to, if you want to, oh, yeah, if you want to like look those. at the spot, like are these action two? figures? Yes. Oh. Uh, if you want to look at the ones in the boxes in the back, those are figures from the nineties. So basically, what what is in those boxes 
is what the monkeys look like. Just imagining, a, like, a monkey sitting up here with all these Spider-Men. That's crazy. Yeah. I'm sorry we got off topic. I don't even know what we're talking about. Movie training company. I can go get yeah, that. It's just, you just get the characters. They stand around. Oh, those are from the first movie. Yeah. Probably yeah. The TV shows and cartoons also. Cartoon singular. Cartoon? Yeah, there's a cartoon. For kids? Yeah. Or is it for I, adults? Yeah, I don't know. Okay. See, with I was this looking... franchise, I can I can say it's for kids because they're all rated G. But I don't... I'm not gonna. No kid would sit through that. <laughs> well, they did. Did? I promise you, they did. No. Just like the first Star Wars. But uh, I was looking... Once Wes told me that there was a cartoon based off like this line of Apes movies, I looked at it. It is absolutely for kids. Okay. It, it is a kid's cartoon. And those fucking mutants are in it. That's like Star Trek yeah. now has a kid show. It looks exactly like Clone Wars. Does but, it? Yeah. It looks exactly like Clone Wars. What? Yeah, it's like this little... Uh, it's this little girl. You're on Dr. Zayas. Oh, wow. A little cover art, too. It's this girl who finds the <laughs> uh, ship from the original series. and The Enterprise? Yeah. And then she has adventures. That's cute. Yeah. And it's... a. Yeah, that's a yeah, kid's cartoon. Kids, yeah. That's a kid's cartoon premise. So think, premise! That was the word I was trying to say. I'm I'm stupid. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think it's really interesting when like movies that are specifically made for adults like just turn around and they're like, alright, kid show. Because there's elements in those movies that can appeal to kids. Planet of the Apes, talking monkey. Well, you can get your own hot animal lady. <laughs> <laughs> that's not even the one. Give me That's just hot animal lady. Give me a jar. Give me a jar. <laughs> <laughs> Big old mason jar. All right, guys. What else? Uh, anything else? Do you guys have anything else about the movie? <laughs> the, the <ending>? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just think it's so funny. I think this this is so funny. You guys like uh, Ricardo Montalban as Armando, guy from Spy Kids. That's the Spy Kids guy. Yeah, no, he wasn't there enough. Should have been there more. Well, did not. This is true. Did not matter to me. I'm gonna be real with you. Yeah, he's just a circus guy. See, but now he when you watch Spy Kids, you're gonna think he talked to monkeys. He did say he wanted to be dominated by Zira. So. Mm-hmm. Eh. That was. He says everything so beautifully. Like, please, just narrate my life. It's beautiful. Yeah. That's all he I have to say he had a way with words mm-hmm. for sure. Sexy accent. What a way with words. <laughs> he had a way with words. Right. I don't know, I guess, what are you guys expecting? Not you, Connor. Because you've seen him? No, no but just, I'm almost certain I know how this goes. And oh, okay. Because he Why was just jealous? very correct on the opening as it was playing, I'm just, you don't get a say. You don't get any Because he was right about the last one? That's unfair. Oh, it listen. is unfair, Wes. <laughs> listen. I hear what you have to say, yeah, I don't know. All right, you can say all you want. I'm not going to look at you or anything. Yeah, don't confirm or deny. And I want to make this clear. I've not, like, looked up any kind of plot synopsis. Don't go into any reboots or Tim Burton. Yeah, no. I'm not even touching those. I'm talking specifically movie yeah. four. Cool. I'm almost certain that there's going to be some kind of time jump. And it's going to be a polar opposite uh, world of the first movie. Where... Human. They talked about monkey slavery in this movie when they're like explaining as to how like the apes started to rise once they got intelligent. We're gonna see that. I'm almost certain. Oh, okay. I thought you meant they were gonna like time travel again. No, no, no. Just like a time jump. Just okay. a time skip. 
And basically, that story of how the monkeys, you know, rose to power after they had evolved, we're going to see that, and it's going to be baby Milo. Is that the baby's name? Yes. It's going to be baby Milo leading that charge. I'm what almost certain. I'm thinking, right? The Seek, the reboot trilogy, got it from somewhere. We're just going to get that. The, the reboot trilogy? I will much. say, I won't like to say what happens in that, obviously, but you will like the reboot trilogy. Well, I've seen the first one. I don't remember hating it. They but get I'm, better. I'm, I'm, I'm I told more... you, I think today in class, that the first one of the reboot trilogy is the worst of the three. Gotcha. Well, I'm looking, I'm thinking about it, and I'm like, well, where, where did like people get it from, you know, later on and stuff? Yeah. Like, why would they name the character Caesar? Like, they probably have a character, a monkey named later on the film named Caesar. That's all he's like. I'm honestly, that's what I thought. I honestly thought that that kid was going to get named Caesar. That's what I thought, Me too. too. I was like, there's going to be like, oh, Caesar. And mm-hmm. then I'm like, oh, cool. That's obviously going to lead into, you know, the big rising of the apes. And well, we get, you know. Like, that's why That's why I'm thinking, like, the, the reboot trilogy isn't actually a reboot. It's actually just... A continuation from after this movie. The reboots. The that's, reboots completely? Like, yeah. Yeah, completely whole, separate. Yeah. So, like, they have no tie, like, the whole story that's happening. No, they're just complete start from scratch. Yeah. Okay. Like, here, like, here's the, this timeline we're watching, here's reboot. Um, Even the television show and the cartoon, both completely separate from these movies and the reboots. Tim Burton's completely separate. They just kept rebooting. Yeah. Okay. I'm still sticking to this. It's thing. it's you, however, that I'm kind of iffy on your reception for the reboot trilogy. Yeah, I yeah, I don't think I'm gonna like. It. I think you'll like Dawn. I just I just like these because there's a lot less dialogue. Or sorry, a lot less action, more dialogue. I like it. I like the philosophy. I like when people argue with each other. You know, but I know like that it, I've seen some like scenes from the newer ones, just like scrolling through Instagram. There's like some some beating the shit out of each other and all that. There, stuff. there is definitely action in these, you know, reboot trilogy. And those monkeys are huge. Well, they use re- big they, monkeys. They don't use real monkeys, but like the. Okay, sorry. Well, well, that's we're treading on. Thin we're ice. treading that's on tonight. Yeah, I was kind of getting lost in the conversation. Yeah, but yeah, going back to my very initial thing, I'm almost certain that what I said will happen. Um, I can feel it in my loins. I'm just. <laughs> So we know that Armando this... felt it in his loins when he was talking to Zira. <laughs> yes, he did. Mm-hmm. So we know for sure that the timeline is now rewritten because the new kid has a different name than the kid of lore, right? Yes, the Am kid of lore's name was Addo? Aldo. 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 So Aldo was, according to their lore, their history, the ape's history, was the first ape to talk. But now Milo is their is their kid, and that was the first ape so that to be born to talk. That's yeah. what happens when you go back in time. Shit uh, changes. That's why the timeline is not one straight line. It has forked. Yeah. Now, no, we're, now forked. we're entering the monkey no, no, no. multiverse. There's no multiverse. It's the same timeline. Uh, it just went, it went backwards, and now it's going forwards. Okay, just like that. It did this. It did this little thing. But I think the difference is instead of just like a semicircle. Shit went bam, and then it kind of worked this way. Because, mm-hmm. like, the events that happened, you know, are one timeline, and then they go back. And instead of somehow, you know, like, killing all three successfully, I think if they, like, just hypothetically killed all three successfully, things would have just gone right back to the initial timeline. I don't think they would have altered the course of history. Because there's been several mm-hmm. movies, I feel like, that have touched on the fact that no matter how hard you try to change the future, it just doesn't happen. No. I know that is a premise I've seen before, like... That's up here. 
So I kind of feel like it would have been that way. Brent would have known about the monkeys. Because this takes place before Brent left. So that's why I just I don't say no. think it took... I don't think we it don't, takes place before. We don't know it does. I, th- I was just like tossing that out there as like a... Also, yeah. they never mention a second ship, right? They they really... You can also just chalk it up to like no one liked Brent. So they Plot just hole. didn't talk about Plot it. Plot holes do exist. <sighs> you can. But also, an- another thing that they could have done is that whenever they were telling them the history, they said that dogs and cats died off, so then the humans took over apes to be their pets. Well, instead of killing these apes, they could have just been like, hey, a thousand years from now, when all of our pets die, don't choose apes. Yeah? And the... <laughs> yeah? Could have, it would have been done. Choose snails. Yeah, just get a, you know, get a fish or something, and then, <laughs> and then no... It would have been fine. Just get a goldfish, damn it. Yeah, there would be no monkey movie. Yeah. They could have just been like... Well, we're already starting to live that timeline. People are having monkeys as pets and becoming know, influencers based off of pet monkeys. I'm also confused, because this is, this is United States of America, right? Yeah. Very fear-mongering. Don't, like, just, like, get rid of it once it's scary, right? They would have eradicated the ape species. Yeah. That's not what would have happened. They wouldn't have been like, oh, let's take the apes in. They would have been like, nah! Well, Dead. Also, keep in mind, this is an alternate world where at this point there's no nixon or anything their space travel went from going to the moon to just instantly going through a time vortex and in supplemental three times supplementary material they before they went through the time vortex shit they went to jupiter they also had cryostasis Jupiter. yeah they didn't land or do anything there they just Went the distance. Has somebody explained all of this? Is this ex- on Jupiter. Is this explained? I know. That's, yeah. They didn't weren't trying to do Mass anything. Effect. They just went the distance. Mass Effect's wrong. If not it's Jupiter, they went to it's Mars. just gas. In this world, they, their space technology is more advanced. They have a different society, slightly. You can just chalk it up to, like, in this other world where this shit is different, maybe they're nicer. Whenever we get to, like, things Plus, like... Plus, Suit is funny, so comedy. Whenever we get to things <laughs> like this, I want it to explain to me. Well, all that stuff I, doesn't matter. I this want, is just me rambling. No, no, I know. But I just wish somebody, whoever was in charge of the apes at this time. The ape Bible? Yeah, the ape, you know? Really? Like, because, you know... The like, everything in, like, Star Wars is, like, pretty much explained. Yeah. If you ask, like, how did this happen, somebody has an answer. There is a Planet of the Apes Bible written by... I'll pull it up. While he's pulling Wait that up, it. any other thoughts? No, I'll just finish mine off, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the Bible for Planet of the Apes is written by fucking Andrew Gaska, who wrote the continuity and canon Bibles for Alien and Predator, and he served for 17 years as a visual consultant to Rockstar Games on Grand Theft Auto and Red Dead Redemption and more. Damn. Yes. Damn. He's a pretty cool guy. Prolific. And he wrote two tie-in novels to that take place simultaneously with. The first two movies that kind of explain little continuity errors. The Apes movies? Yeah. And they're pretty good. That's yeah. where Lucius fucking dying by a rock came in. Because he wrote that. He's like, well, why don't they talk about Lucius? Well, maybe he just fucking died. Yeah. Because like, there's not a moment where Zero's like, oh, shit, my nephew blew up. There's not. No. So <laughs> it would make more sense if he already died and she already had some time to grieve before that. Yeah. Sorry. That's just me nerding out. No, it's fine. It's a cool franchise, I think. Well, as long as it's explained somewhere, and I need to find it. 
I'll get you excited. I just want to know. No vibe. Well, <laughs> no, maybe just a summary. Okay, I'll summarize. <laughs> maybe a YouTube video. We'll come back to this. Yeah, but um, some YouTube notes. videos are wrong though. Oh, okay. I'll have to say, although like Planet of the Apes explained, they're wrong. They're they're bad. Not to be a know it all. I just think they're stupid. That's fair. I hate you. <laughs> I don't actually. Sorry. I don't know where I'm going with this. Cut all this out. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna cut a fair amount of it. <laughs> I think. How long are we at right now? Uh, we've only been talking for like 20 minutes about this one. So. I thought that was longer. Holy I don't know. Fuck. That's I don't really, crazy. Do you have anything more group discussion stuff? No. Mm. Not really. You know, I'm just here for the timeline now. I just want to know. Yeah. We'll come back to it. Yeah, you're you're halfway through the original movies. Got to see it through, my guy. Yeah. Yeah, you already saw these two last shitty ones. Can't get any worse in comparison, right? Yes. Doesn't get any worse. Don't worry. We'll see. You'll be okay. The, um, The universally agreed upon bad one is the second one. Or the worst of all of them. Yeah, I don't think Literally I like that all very of the much. Movies. The second one is just, that's bad. Awful. I like the second half. I like the second half enough. I like the reveal in the second half. I really like how they handled the mute reveal. Sorry. I oh, I thought you were saying something. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's how good of a movie it was. It's ready that's down. not an indication. <laughs> what? Do we want to know? No, the movie good. we just watched. Of how good the movie is for yawning? Oh, <laughs> it was a funny. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All eight of our listeners are laughing out loud. Yeah. Uh, they're having a great time. <laughs> <laughs> Slapping their knees. If it's just having a grand old time. Right now. <laughs> 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 All right. So ready let, to wrap it up. Letterbox yeah. reviews for this one. Uh huh. Final final thoughts plus review. Yeah, final thoughts. I'll do. I'll go first. Yeah, Um, I thought it was fine because I I don't like to. The second one in my head didn't happen except for the last half, so this just kind of felt like a pretty much a sequel to the first one, even though there's a lot of stuff that happens in between. And I just really I think I kind of prefer animal like human world over monkey world. Because there's just a lot going on with those monkeys sometimes. And it just kind of just hurts me. There's a lot of monkey. It's too much to take in. Yeah, I think... It's like just... when they're asking them, like, what? who won the war? What was the war about? And they're like, the gorillas and everyone else. No, I like that. <laughs> I like the lore. Okay, the, the biggest takeaway from this movie is the one that the president was talking to the scientist. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about, like, am I God's messenger or am I God... Or am I, like, disobeying like God? And I think that... That like that was like one of the monologues that really got me with um, first reformed too. Yeah. So I think that any time that that is brought up, it's like, am I doing God's will or am I doing it against God? Because there's no definite answer. That like hits me, like in my heart. Like I feel that. So I really, I just think that it was that that made me go, damn. There was definitely more philosophy in this movie than there was in two. Yeah, two was just a recap yeah. plus a cool ending. Yeah. That's. I'm just gonna chalk it up to that. I don't really. And I will never rewatch that. Yeah. The second one. You just skip to the second one. Yeah. This one, I could, I like, if I was like gonna show Reagan or something, I would definitely, I would enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I'd probably lower my rating a second viewing because now that I know what happens, 
Like, I'm not going to lie to you. I think that I was, like, teetering on three and a half, and then that baby got shot. I was like, ooh! Because that's, like, that's that's ballsy. Yeah, I was, I was going to, no. Yeah, I was teetering on three and a half, and then monkey kiss happened, and I went, uh! Oh! Uh, <laughs> so we both, we both had a moment at the end where we just kind of, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's, that's where I'm at. So I gave it a four and a half, because it's good. The first half I thought was really cute, really fun, funny. The dress montage was kind of like that cringy, like, oh, but in the fun way, not in the, oh, this movie sucks way, if you get what I mean by that. Can I measure your inside leg? No! Yeah, that was funny. That was funny. Well, I thought it was going to do that thing where they go, sorry, really quick. I thought it was going to do that thing where it's like the spouse is like watching and then they come out of the dressing room and they're wearing a bunch of different shit, you know? Yeah. I thought it was I'm, I'm do glad that. they did not do that. I'm, I'm going to be honest I'm with also you. glad they didn't do that. But I I liked the shift in tone. Honestly, I would have given this movie a lower score had it been that fish-out-of-water comedy tone the whole movie. I agree. Had it just been that, I'd have been numb by the end of the movie. I'm going to be real with you. Yeah, yeah, at first it was like a two. Yeah. And then after like the God thing, I was like, ooh, and nice. I, definitely more philosophy being present in this movie compared to two. And them not rehashing the same philosophical questions as one... I was like, nice. I enjoyed this movie. I don't think I would go out of my way to watch it again, but I definitely enjoyed this one. Although I did, I, I gave it a three. It was going to be a three and a half and then monkey kiss. And I'm like, no. Was there a heart? Yes, there is right there. It's good Cute. enough. I don't, you don't have to give it a heart. I understand. Uh, I mean, I he said understand. I'm not going to give it a heart. I don't understand. I don't accept I, it. I rarely give things hearts, by the way. Yes. I still don't know how that yeah. works. What? Like, what am I supposed to be giving hearts to? Movie. It just liked. yeah, but Art I get stands for liked. I do that through the ratings though. You, you really liked it. I don't know, double liked it. Right, that's that's right. It just whatever my heart, no matter how good or bad they are. Okay, yeah. all it's right. Whatever, up to you. I just do it like if I enjoyed it. Yeah, my use of that's a good. My use of the heart has that. changed from when I started using it to what how I use it now. Like when you first got me on this app, I was like, oh yeah, I liked that movie. Oh yep, yeah, like that one too. Yep, I just felt like I had to, and I was like. I'm just giving these fuckers out to everything. Yeah. That's cute. And some movies that I like, I respect it. What my cup of tea? No heart, but solid review. Because, like, good movie, not my thing. Um, <laughs> looking at it, I think I have a different, the exact opposite opinion from what you said. You said you prefer the human world. Same for Planet of the Apes world. I think once you've already established that it's in... That world, I kind of don't want you to bring me out of it, mm -hmm. you know. And I think that's just what I think that's what initially took me out of it. If like we really get down to, to it, just going from different world, you know, it's like it's like if we're watching Guardians of the Galaxy and ninety percent of that movie takes place on Earth. I would be fucking annoyed. Yeah. You know? So it's just like it's like that for me. You know, I get it's, it now. It's too. There we go. It's too much familiar. I don't like it. Once we've already established all these other things and I'm like, wow, this is a whole other world and you bring me back to where I know things. I'm just... It's just regular life to me, man. You're just yeah. adding a little bit of weird aspect to it. Now it's just regular... It's just society at this point to me. I don't care about society. Did it take you a little bit like to realize that? That that was like the reason? Okay. Yeah. I think you saying that you like the human world I mm -hmm. was like, I didn't. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I... Actually, I completely understand that. So, yeah, I, I get understand. it. But I get I, it. I gave it a two or five. Sorry. Yeah, no. You don't have to apologize. Well, it's like your favorite series. It's like if you watched my favorite series and were like, bad. I went, oh. 
No. What's your favorite series? I can't help it. Like, do you have a favorite franchise? Like, movie franchise? That's hard, because I'm not a huge franchise guy. Mm. I mean, I guess Star Wars, but that's so already, like, divided amongst people that I've just given up at this point. That's no. fair. That's fair. <laughs> so, that's why no I one hates back to apes. It would have been Star Wars, but now it's not fun. And no like, one hates Star Wars like Star Wars fans. Yeah, and then, like, anything that's, like, long-form content is, like, one season, you know? Like, yeah. Like, yeah. one season, one and done, you know? There's nothing, like, it goes on. There's no... Not currently, but in, like, a week, it'll be another series... You know, yeah, but on a on a shame, I'm a franchise guy. If, if there's characters that I like in a world that I like, give me more. I, I'll take it. This is all I needed. I just needed that explanation. None of that would have happened before. <laughs> 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 but yeah, I totally get you now. Because you, you're all right. You're a huge franchise guy. You're just Star Wars. But everybody who doesn't like Star Wars, you know, Star Trek fans. Huh? Star, no, Trek Star Trek fans like Star Wars. Yeah. No, I mean it's like the Star, Star Trek fans. If we're like the ones who's like, you're cricket better cricket, more political and more diplomatic. I think they died out. They don't exist anymore. Ever since like 2015, they're dead. That was like they're gone. You yeah, know? no. After J.J. Abrams got a hold of it, which I like those movies. I'm gonna be real with you. I've only seen the first two. I've not seen Beyond. Don't. Don't ever spoil any of that for me. The movies? Yeah, because it's going to take me a long time. Oh, yeah, no, I I, I would rather yeah. die than watch the original series. I'm sorry. It's just... It's good. It's fun. Well, I, I don't deny that it's good. There's a reason that it's, you know, standing so long, but... Speaking of Star Trek, sorry, I'm cutting you off. Fucking... Has anyone seen the fourth Star Trek movie? No. Fourth? Don't ask me about Star Trek. I've not seen any of it. Okay. Do you... Like I don't know what where to go from here then. What do you mean? The fourth that they did the ri- of the original, the original Star Trek movies. movies. No. Oh, I was thinking of the new ones. I was like, no. there's only three. No. What are you talking about? Yeah, back in seventies, eighties, those movies. No, I haven't seen anything from the original. Do you care if I say something? I don't. I know he does. Well, at least I'm sure Kane does. Oh yeah. Okay. I won't say anything. But when we get to there. <laughs> Just remember this No, I'll just say it. I'll forget it. I'll forget it. What is it? I'll is forget it about it. Is 4 no, Wrath of Khan? Star Trek. Is 4 Wrath of Khan? No, that's 2. Okay. Which is Ricardo Montalban. Oh, shit. Really? Yeah. But anyways, 4, they they need whales for something, and they're like, there's no more whales. And so they go around the sun, and they time travel back to the 1980s. And it is the same movie as this, but with Star Trek characters. It's like in the first Superman movie when he the flew Spock around thing? the Earth so fast Wait, that it spun backwards. Which crew are these movies? Do you want? Yeah, them? it's like Kirk, Spock, all them. Oh, wow, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, so it's this, but with Star Trek characters. That is the so coolest excited. thing ever. But I, I saw that after I saw this. So I was watching that with my dad, I think, at the time, like when I was in middle school. And I'm like, this is just ripping off Planet of the Apes. Which it was after, so I could say that. I'll give it now. Star Trek, it's not written well. It's not good. It's the characters that I love. Yeah. Because the characters and their relationship and their development is awesome. Everything else, I don't care. Honestly, it's all just horny. 
It's all just horny. It's uh, just a bunch of nerds that's jerking off, going like, "Ooh, what if there was this hot space girl?" In every episode, really? every episode. I've always heard that the original show was so po- was so political and no! diplomatic, especially no! when compared to Star Wars. No, really, there was no politics. There's no diplomacy. There's big titted women and alien dudes. Fuck, that I might want to watch. Yes, it. and alien dudes that yeah. And, and this is one episode right where they pick up an alien right from a from a planet. Sorry, we're in Star Trek. They pick up an alien from a planet, and it's this kid. He looks like a kid, right? Yeah. But he's an alien, and he goes. He doesn't know how to like talk to people because because he's been stranded on this planet so long for by himself, he just goes around slapping asses of women. He's <laughs> slapping all their asses. It sounds like Goku. Yeah, and they're like, they're like, hey, it's me, Goku. They're like, you can't do that. You can't treat women like that. And he's like, well, why not? And then he just like goes on a rampage. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, and everything is just horny. Everyone falls in love with Captain Kirk all the time. All these hot alien Captain chicks. Kirk is just sci-fi James Bond. Sci-fi old James Bond. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And he's also as sexist as James Bond. <laughs> so that makes sense. There's this one where he gets a woman, uh, he gets a woman co-pilot or whatever for one episode. And he's like, a woman? She can't be a co-pilot. And then he like kind of sexualizes well, her throughout the rest of the come out in the 60s? Yeah. That's yeah. why. And then they made The Next Generation, which was a lot more, like, you know. Politically that, correct. That's with... Uh, well, and, like, it had more commentary. That's, like, where most of the Star Trek was very politically and intellectually driven and smart. Yeah, maybe, this like, the later, later stuff. But the original series from the ten episodes that I've seen... How long is the original times, series? Uh, four seasons, ten episodes each. Right? I don't know. The original series is four seasons with ten episodes each. I think It's either four, four seasons with ten episodes each or four seasons with twenty episodes each. That's but, I know, that's but I know it's four seasons and that's it. Yeah. That's, that's not why as long as I thought it was. But the problem is that every episode's an hour long. Oh, uh, see, there we go. So yep, I've, I've seen mind. the first ten episodes at least five times. And then I keep stopping and then life happens. Now I'm like, ah, uh, I only remember weirdo guy slapping ass and there's some musical number. Are you going to keep any of this? Sure. Yeah. Yeah? <laughs> Fucking, that's content. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know. What I don't the know fuck? I do started there, but I like this movie. Yeah, I guess it's your final thoughts now. I just... Restart. Cut that out. Fucking... Okay. <laughs> okay, I'll cut that out. <laughs> but the Star Trek rant? That's fucking staying. <laughs> yes. Okay, good. Zira and Cornelius are, like, two characters that I love so much. Yeah, I Even love them. Even in the second one where they just kind of show up and they're like, Brent, go here. Bye. And then they're gone. They don't show up again. Even then, it's just... It's, it's nice to see them. They're just so wholesome and so sweet. And they're funny. And they're they're so adorable in this one. Especially Zira. She's like... She doesn't know like what to do exactly. They're cracking jokes and she's like, huh, yeah, right? Yeah. It's just so cute. So that's... Zira and Cornelius, if it weren't for them, I would honestly, even with the darker stuff towards the end of this movie, I probably would not like this movie that much. But because I have an attachment to them, just from the first that movie, that does help. And with it being familiar, with it being familiar characters that you yeah. like, that's like, why I'm been, sure they like, killed Doctor Milo outside of the Salminio like makeup stuff. Yeah, I think that was before all that. Because yeah. like it would be really annoying if it's just this random guy who's just really smart. Yeah. And he's just like, who the fuck is he? Get back to Zero and Cornelius. Yeah. You know? Sorry, what were you saying? No, uh, what was I saying? That's a great question. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> with with them being familiar characters that you like, it really helps accept this movie. Because that had been three random apes that survived, 
in yeah. human world now. I've been like, why do why do I care? Why do I care? I'll agree. But, but since it's three characters that a have or two characters that have really good chemistry together, yeah. Like I believe that they're a married a married couple. I do, mm-hmm. and I yeah. believe that they love each other very dearly. I, like I believe all of it. And Kim Hunter, who played Zira, she is a method actor, and she just went to zoos and looked at chimps and was like, "What would it do if it were smart?" <laughs> That's how she prepared for the role. I think you can do that from home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people were saying, like, man, she's kind of weird for doing that. Because I don't think she needs to, but good on her. Hey, yeah, go for <laughs> it. Yeah, At least she's you. not sending weird-ass gifts to her co-stars like Jared Leto would do in the future. Yeah, sending, like, <laughs> bananas in the box. Which, the when she goes, like, I loathe bananas. And that that's an inside joke because Kim Hunter hates bananas. Oh. So they're like, that'll be cute. That'll be really funny. Has she been Zero in all three movies? Yes. Thank God. But Cornelius was Roddy McDowell in the first one. He was busy during the second one, but now he's back for this one. And Roddy McDowell is a different character going forward because he was just really good. Oh, Same nice. The, yeah, I knew. The chick who plays uh, Stewie, she was one of the. Stevie? Or- Stevie. Oh, I thought she, you meant from like Family Guy. No, I'm sorry. The chick who plays Stevie, Natalie Trundy, she was a super mutant in the second one. Was she? Yeah. What the fuck? Time to check. And she plays a different character again later on. They just have their little core group of actors that they reuse. It's really nice. Don't check all of, a lot of the cast. <laughs> this is Beneath that I'm looking at. Okay, cool. Oh, yeah, shit. Al- Albina? Albina? Yeah. She's just the one... The one female one? The one skinless female. The token female character? Yeah. That's fair. So what'd you give it? That's five stars. But this is like, I mean it. And not like, I like this part a lot. Not like the last one. Yeah, the second one is just, I really like this part. So, five stars. But this one is like, it's probably like four, four and a half. But I like it But you also have your bias for it being your favorite franchise. That's fair. That is absolutely fair. 100% transparent. I'm completely biased on all these. So they're all going to be five stars. Yeah, I was looking at your reviews for uh, the second one. Like, I went, what? Because I just wanted to see your star. So I had my screen held up like this. <laughs> it was five stars. I'm like, yep. It's going to be like this for all of them, isn't it? Yes. Uh, that makes more sense. Because yeah. when you give the second one five stars, I'm like, no. Even I, you know? Because I can, I can look at the worst things and find some beauty in it. But that... That was a mid movie. Not even mid. That was kind of low. Yeah. yeah. I, wanna, I won't even argue. I wonder what you did give uh, to initially. Because I guess you gave it a pretty high score. Yeah. Oh, no, you only gave it three and a half. Me? Yeah. I gave it three and a half? Three and a half. I'm going to drop it to three. Anyways. I gave Beneath two and a half. Yeah, I think you did. And you gave this lower than Beneath? Well, because yes. this took place in Monkey Planet. Okay. Yes. It was a continuation yeah, of the same planet. Now we're back on Earth. The, 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 the reason why I don't like it is because it's not... Not on Monkey Earth? Yeah. That makes sense to me. I just don't like... No, it was the anything. comparison. It was the Guardians of the Galaxy comparison that made it for me. Yeah, because like, just... You're right. <laughs> yes. It's just like you've established these characters in like a different world that's completely different than everything. You have all these different things and it's like, oh, wow, awesome. I'm vested. It's like if Dune was like, oh my God, we're going back to Earth. Uh, I'd be like, Dune? Oh. Yeah, Dune. Uh, I thought you said it's still, Dune. It's I was still, like, well... Because Dune is still us, but just way in the future. If yeah. they just went to 
Earth again, I'd be like, I fucking hate this. It's I think like, just because the first movie was a bunch of astronauts from the 70s going forward, it's more not acceptable, for lack of a better word, but like, it's more like that. Understandable. Fine. More understandable, at least for me and for. I don't mind. People. I don't mind the concept of like futuristic characters coming to you know our society as like a one-off thing. Like, I, I, I think that would be fine. Just as it can be a fun little. How would the difference in you know personalities mesh from modern society to mm-hmm. a future society? Fish out of water stories are fine for me, in very short, like bursts, like a like a TV episode, like a Star Trek TV episode. If they did that. In like an episode, and it wasn't like an hour long. It was like a forty-five minute. Cool, let's do it. Just yeah, a one-time thing. Star Trek Four. This is two Star hours of Trek Four. I no. think I think that whenever movies in the seventies and lower like do sci-fi, I just kind of give them a pass because I feel like they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. They don't know what the hell it's they read. Like they read Ender's out, Game so. once, and they're like, "Power converters." <laughs> Did Ender's Game come out? Like the the book come out in like that? Yeah, I think probably right. Am I wrong? I, I could have no sworn idea. that. Book I didn't came know. Out. I didn't know Ender's hey, we'll Game was you. a was even an existing thing until the movie came out. If I'm dude, if I'm stupid, don't worry. Computers didn't do such back then. It's nineteen eighty five, so that's Regular that's my computers. bad. Yeah, eighty five is still like in that area. Oh, and Ender's Game came out in eighty five. Yeah. Okay. Damn. So they didn't have fucking Ender's Game. What do they have? They had Dune. Yeah, that's why Dune, you don't see very many computers. It's because they didn't have computers back then. Yeah. That's funny. It's like Star Wars and the internet. They don't have it, but now they kind of do. Do they? Has there been any recent thing that has a Star Wars internet? It's not a recent thing. It's just called the Holonet, where it's basically the internet, but they don't use it that much because they... Mm, Haven't had to. That That pains me. Why do the Jedi need internet? What? What if they want to watch? What if they want to watch Hollywood? Like, what websites are they going it's, to? It's not like the internet. Internet. It's just a connective network where you can view some things. It's not like here's a, my favorite website because it's it's the hologram. There's no screens. They didn't need to explain that. They don't. No, it's just that's just shit. Like, what, someone was like, "What about the internet?" And George Lucas went, "Here you go." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. If it was even him, <laughs> yeah, it could have been someone else. That could, just Dis- some that could be a Disney thing. A book. That was before Disney. No, no. probably at Lucasfilms, right? And then someone was like, "Oh my gosh, people don't know the internet," and they were just like, "Hey, you, give me a reason." And they were like, "Ah, oh, the Net. and they were like, "Yeah, take yeah. it and run with it, there and you'll accept it, won't you?" That's how I feel like half of Star Wars, like the like some of that lore. I'm like, you just fucking were like, "Yeah, I got it. This is what it is." You just looked at a fucking random object, and you're like, "Yes." Yeah. <laughs> that's how I thought my first that's, time. That's how I feel with a lot of sci-fi lore. I'm going to be real. Especially with their names. Like sci-fi names for like different alien races and funny. shit like that. Like a Corgulon or some shit like that. I'm like, you just started putting vowels and shit together until you found something that sounded like a name. That's and you went with it. I think this is why I like Cowboy Bebop so much. Because it's still the same things we have from like Earth. But it's not Earth, because Earth does not... Earth is just a desolate wasteland, so it's just people who migrated from Earth to space and other colonies out there. Same cultures, same, like, devices. They use, like, you know, they reference all these old things, you know? But it's not too far out. Mm-hmm. That it's, you know, like, yeah. uh, you have to, like, come up with this whole backstory. It's like, okay, yeah, whatever. It's just this, but on Mars. 
sci-fi yeah. sci-fi makes more sense to me in a book form than it does in a movie because like i can see it and i can look at the wiki and i can look at i can wiki. look up what that word means and then i you know and when i do that during movies i feel stupid because yeah. i'm like they're moving on as if i'm not i'm supposed to know what that is no i'm more movie i just like try to piece it together and then if I like it, I'll just rewatch it and then I'll figure it, out what it means. Because Ender's Game, I actually did read Ender's Game. There's a fu- there's a fucking uh, description thing at the end where it tells you like all of the all of the all of the names that were made up for this book and what it is. Really? Yes. Didn't Dune have something similar? Or was it for the Lynch movie? Oh, uh, that for was the Lynch movie for the Lynch movie. Well, did it? Oh yeah, yeah. pamphlets. Well, they did that. Didn't they do that for Denise no, Dune? No. no. If they did, if they no, automatic five stars for the ever. Yeah, if they if they did, I didn't get one. I, made, I got a poster. I'd have made. I'd have made me love it. <laughs> I'd have been like, we should have just yes. printed out the Lynch one and just brought it. I don't think it. I don't. I don't think those are similar. Because what happened in this Dune movie did not happen in the Lynch movie. Well, it's more like terms. Oh, okay. It's the same terms. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Like, yeah. what does Gomjabar mean? Now that we've talked about. Ten other franchises. Phantom <laughs> of the Apes. Alright. You guys ready to finish this one off? Yeah. Alright. So that is the end of this podcast. Make sure to follow us at Flatbread Films on everything. At F- Film Crumbs Podcast, where you listen to your podcast. My name is Kane. You can follow me at Taco Father everywhere that you have social media. God damn it! The fucking gremlin showed up on my letterbox and I tried to screenshot it! Son of a bitch! <laughs> I thought. <laughs> what is this? Oh, oh, gremlin a... pops up on Letterbox, and Just I've never had it. It's it's Spike. Have you ever Did, had have a you gremlin? Seen you not seen? Am I the only one here who's seen? No, I, no I've seen. No, I haven't I seen gremlins, gremlins, but I know Spike, exactly. Spike's never showed up on my Letterbox ever. Yeah, he's shown up on mine five fucking times. It's probably because you've seen gremlins. I've seen gremlins. Where's my gremlin? Yeah. Oh, I've never seen. It's like it's like in Mortal Kombat Nine with a crip jump scare, where it's just that stock photo of some random ass ghoul that screams at you randomly. <laughs> That's what that is. It's just not scary. At least I've seen screenshots on Google because I had to confirm Kane wasn't fucking with me. Yeah, no. Like, I, mean, not, I haven't even seen the movie. Why would I make that up? <laughs> I don't know. I thought you were just feeling out there today. Oh, no. Yeah, that day. <laughs> Sorry, I did not mean to derail, but that was right there, and I tried to screenshot it to immortalize it, and I missed it by a hair. No, I thought it was a Spider-Man thing. I'm not going to lie to you. No. Okay. No, it was fucking Spike again, that motherfucker. Well, Wes, what is your social media? (laughs) I'm Wes. You can follow me at Wes Lesser on whatever exists, probably. Uh, Mason McLaren. You can pretty much find me anywhere by just searching on my name. I'm literally the only one that's ever existed. I'm Connor on, uh, Connor the Nerd on, or Connor the Big Nerd on TikTok and Instagram and Twitch. You can find me there. Nice. All right. We love you. Good night. Good night.